Thank you so much, folks, for inviting us into your home. And the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to run. Folks, this is what our business is all about. It's your boy Miggy here, and your boy JP. What's up? Um, first off, I want to start off by giving a 10-bell salute to Vader. He died past week, and um, he was actually one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. So before we start today, we want to do a 10-bell salute for the man they call Vader. What is going on, everybody? Hey, we're here again, man, but tonight's yep. episode... We gotta introduce our special guest, Ross. It's time! It's time! It's guest star time! 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 Yeah. Yes! I love it. Tonight's love it. episode... This is extreme! He said it for me. <laughs> there you go. We're gonna go extreme we're tonight. We're going extreme ECW. Hey, I feel like I can't say that without I can't, chanting I can't, it. But, it's like pretty yeah. much, I told you, before we go extreme, because I'm dying to talk about this episode. It's been itching me all week, last week. And Ross, thank you for coming out. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. You thank know you. what I mean? I appreciate yeah. that. You know what's funny? Like, you know I already have another podcast. Yeah. You know, I introduced a female last week, but I haven't introduced yeah, no right. guests. Yeah. I haven't introduced no guests yet. Yeah. And then, then I do this podcast with you. Now we have... Our first guest. Thank you. So this is yeah, exciting to me. You know? Star. <laughs> so yes, I love it. I love it. It's good stuff. So, so let's go into some current events before we, we hop have, into the ECW stuff. So pretty much before so, we go into current events, I want to say I am very happy because Big Cass is not there no more. Yeah. Yes. I am okay yes, with that. Yes, I'm okay with that. I am I, excited about that. Yeah. I, I knew you would be very Yeah, No, I told you, trash. It, yeah, he is. Trash. Yeah, big trash. So, you think him and Enzo are going to end up going? I was going to ask you. <laughs> what do you think? I think Enzo's going to die. I think. I, I mean, I, you know, we just lost a true great invader. Yeah. And I don't want, wish, you know, death on anybody. But I'm yeah. saying Enzo, the path he's on, man, he's, I see he's him. He's on a pretty rough get, path. Getting in more trouble or dying yeah. in the immediate future. You know what? His, just and like his rap career. because I before I knew anything about him, I I actually the first I ever saw him was on WWE. Of course, and I liked 
the Enzo and Big yeah, Cass they, thing. They did, but the thing is that Enzo came but out then first I found and out, then Big Cass afterwards, yeah. you know? But then I found out what he was doing in his personal life, and I was like, okay, I don't really like this guy the, anymore. No, the thing is, I didn't so. really get into detail when it came to his personal life, to be honest with you. Yeah. All I knew is that his father is a DJ. He's a well-known DJ. I know, oh, that. I know that. So pretty much the music industry been in his bloodline for a long time. Mm-hmm. But next thing you know, when I heard the first track of the first song Oof. was actually a diss track for that female that actually accused him of the really? allegation. Yes, it was. Holy so pretty much crap. it was that. Next thing you know, That's I, was, I was... I didn't up, know that. Yeah, so pretty much the second track he did is called Bury Me a G. I'm a, you know me. I'm a big yeah. Tupac fan. Yeah. So there's yeah. a song by Tupac that goes Bury Me a G. And the thing was that I was like, okay, let me click on it real quick to see if it's actually an instrumental of Tupac's song. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it wasn't. <laughs> so I'm listening to it, and I see him burying his stuff in the desert. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, he should just bury his career down in the desert because his rap career. And also, he was on thisis50.com, and I'm over here trying to listen to this guy, trying to take him serious. I'm like, should I at least respect him that he's trying to be a star in the music industry? Because, I'm going to be honest with you. I, you know me, Joey. You know, you know I'm a big hip-hop freak. You know, I love hip-hop. And I grew up in it with hip-hop. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Wale is a big WWE fan. I don't know if you know I Wale. I, yeah, Wale I, actually I pretty that, much, actually. I guess he does sometimes <clears throat> work for WWE and doing certain things. So, a couple of times you saw Enzo Amore wearing the Maybach Music Group piece. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I thought maybe Rick Ross was going to sign up to this music group. But you know what I mean? So I was like, no, don't do it. Because now it's either he's going to go back into wrestling. Because before he came into WWE, I seen pictures of him be doing indie shows. That's yeah. how he became was an indie show. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. Him being a Cruiserweight champion, horrible. Biggest yeah. mistake they should have yeah. never gave him the title. Led to and Neville it, walking out the door, too. Exactly. That's my that, favorite wrestler, they, pretty much, to watch. Yeah. Exactly. Neville yeah, no, and awesome. Austin Aries was another good one, too. But mm-hmm. before, I can say afterwards. But the thing is, when it came down to it, I'm actually happy with the Cruiserweight division is going out now. You know what I mean? Because, what was it called? I say Rockstar Spud because I still consider him Rockstar Spud, even though his name is J- J- uh, Dave Maverick. Drake Maverick. Drake yeah. Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I consider them doing a good job with the Cruiserweight division. You bring back Enzo, don't do it. No, he's don't not come back. Yeah, I don't want him to come That's back. Don't come back. No. The only way I can see I him come back is like feel TNA. Comfortable saying never. You know there. what I mean? Yeah. Now, big cast. Speculation was all right. Last week, the real firing was this is what they said. It was I say in quotation marks, was that him and Carmella were an item at one time. Yeah. Eventually, next thing you know, he tried to grab her by the hand, and next thing you know, the Usos. And I think one of the Belgian it's brothers, Eric Rowan, pretty much something like that, were trying to like at least stop them from like arguing. But that wasn't the real reason. The real reason is that Big Cass was getting heat from backstage when Mr. McMahon told him not to like attack viciously that short midget guy that was actually resembling Daniel Bryan, but eventually yeah, it wasn't yeah. Daniel Bryan. And he's like, take it easy, but he decided to take his things in his own hands. Mm-hmm. And then from right there, he was also getting intoxicated in public. And that's something that WWE does not take, you know, they take very serious. Yeah. Back then, WWE did actually have <clears throat> like, you know, Little loopholes, you can get away with certain things, but now yeah. it's like very family oriented mm-hmm. that you cannot do certain things that they look at it like, hey, you just did that. Don't do it. But eventually, Big Cass wants to take Mary's own hands. He acts like his nose up high, like you can't tell me what to do. I'm sorry, yeah. but you act, they gave you too many chances. 
You lost twice to a great guy like Daniel Bryan. And eventually, you know what? You screwed it up for yourself. And you could have made yourself somewhat of a good career in WWE. But you know what? Now go somewhere else. I'm glad you're gone. I think his you know? promos were getting really, really good. The- but I, he was being a really good cocky heel, and I thought he was carrying himself on the mic better than expected. But I the bottom line so is too. he's breaking bathrooms on the bus because Big Cass had to take a big dump or something, and <laughs> he got trapped in the bathroom and broke the door. That sounds like a Big yeah. Show special. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, it, it, <laughs> in That's NXT, Big Show's <laughs> move. Come on, big shows, Back in NXT, I mean, Enzo and Cass were super entertaining. I, you guys need yeah. to look up the skit with where they introduce blue pants to fight Carmella. Yes, yes, That's classic, yes, you know yes, what I mean? Yes. And I really thought they'd do better in WWE, but the bottom yeah. line is that they both act like idiots. I mean, Enzo's mm-hmm. super sketchy. You know and what? Super sketchy. I'm going to yeah. tell you both one thing. I tell, I'm going to tell you this again. I, you know I love hip-hop. He knows what I'm about to say right now. He probably does. Joey probably knows. My favorite tag team. I can pretty yeah, much I, think I, know I can pretty going. much um, put these two together. Was Crime Time. I, th- I knew All it. Right? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Crime Time was 10 times better than these two and had yep, a better chance oh, yeah. of staying. And it yeah. got me so much upset that they didn't utilize them yeah. as a good tag team. Should have been When chance. Enzo and Amore and Big Cass were on the main roster, I thought instantly they were going to go straight to the top and get titles. Nope, they didn't. And you know what? They fell off and look what happened. Right. You know what's funny? When Crime Time was there, it pissed me off when they actually broke them up. They try to get back together. It was too yeah, soon. It, it was too yeah. soon. And you know what? That's I WWE's actually, move, though. Yeah, Shad got fired they, right away or left yeah. right away. And you know what's funny? Up. I'm going to tell you right he now. Came Shad, out shorts, Shad before he it. came out, right, he actually had a gimmick. It was, I'm not going to swear on this podcast. You know, it's very PG. <laughs> we can probably go a little bit extreme later, but he called himself <laughs> H&IC. Oh, I don't know. You know, pretty much he called himself the H&IC. You want to you know find what out what that means? Go watch Lean On Me. So pretty much... He called himself that, and he had great promos, and the guy was great. And I was like, yo, my God, why did they break him up? And then Shad ended up doing, you know, he started doing some movies and stuff like that, too. The now, last I'm, time I saw so him was in a car insurance commercial, actually. So I didn't, so, you, why, I didn't see that. <laughs> but, well, hey, but now I look yeah. at Big Cass and Enzo, and at the same time, too, I can say a little bit of similarities, but not so much. But now you got... Similarities in the same way, way that, like... Did. WWE built them and exactly, and then you also got JTG and yeah. then so kind of the yeah, like just smaller, smaller guys, guys and then Shad and, and big, the guys guy, big guys like the classic so, Shawn Michaels Diesel, Diesel type, type of, thing. But guess what happened? They're not there no more, and now yeah. all of a sudden now we got to move on to that because eventually now we got to fill that void of now who's going to take big cast I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want to see another big man like him, and they don't do nothing good. I mm-hmm. want to see a big man that does. Rest in peace again, Vader. Someone like a Vader guy that can go in there and pretty much be big, be fit, and stuff like that. There is one guy in the Indies. I forget his name. He just signed to WWE. Keith Lee? Yes, him. That guy is phenomenal. He does everything. I've never seen a guy get a move like that without much agility. So I'm like... We need somebody like that in <clears throat> SmackDown roster. Because the new uh, Bam Bam Bigelow yes. or Vader. I'm sorry right now. Yeah. The Raw side is dead. SmackDown's where it's at. They just got left, let go of one of the guys. Mm-hmm. That was big cast. Now we got to find somebody that can be a big void that can fill that void right there. I see Lars Sullivan getting called up from NXT. I see him going to SmackDown for some reason. I don't yes, know. We'll that, see if it's yeah, him. Yeah. I happen. hope so. I hope so because he's actually a good one. He kind of... He, to me, is like a bigger version of Heidenreich, but better. Way better. Like, the guy's... 
He's big. A good match with Alistair Black. Yes, real good match. And I loved it. I and that, I loved yeah. it. It was good. But in other news, what's going on in other current Well, events, let's take you know? that uh, nice little transition into Team Hell No returning. You know what's funny? That was pretty. That was pretty that, actually. Yeah, you yeah, know. It marked out. It worked I, yeah, out really yeah. good. I when knew they hugged, it was great. Mike and I both were very excited. I just loved it when Payne expressed, like, come on. Come on. Yeah. They didn't even Great. need Dr. Shelby to, to no. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, get the hug going. Yo, in a second, I thought I had to error. I was like, he's going to choke slam. He's going to choke slam. He's going to yeah. choke slam. This is Kane no. that I know. But eventually, I knew that was going to happen. because it's Mayor Kane now. It's Mayor Kane. I was going to say that. And, and, Jacob, yeah. and the yeah. thing is, he wants to do at least one more run in WWE before mm-hmm. he becomes, you yeah. know, stays out of the picture. Yeah. But. I can't take I can't take them serious no more. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, I want to bring up something one of my friends posted on Facebook the other day. Uh, shout out to Alex if he's listening. He posted, you know, Kane's getting ready to become mayor and he's still on TV more than Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, Boom. of course. Good. My friend Jose, he's a big Kane fan, and um, I laugh because I know he must have been watching SmackDown, and he must have been swearing on top of his lungs because he was like. He loves Kane when he's bad, <laughs> so I know he wasn't even mad. I'm saying like, "Yo, choke slam over something." Yeah, because I know yeah. that's a Kane yeah. we all know. But I'm well, glad yeah, there he, ain't no way I mean, 98 I, yeah, Kane's gonna come exactly. up and give somebody a hug. You exactly. know, 98 so, Kane won the belt on this year, on this day today, 20 years ago. That's, wow. Hey, yeah, yeah you're right. Yep, that he was uh, because also the Hell in a Cell, cell yep, match. Yep, yep, 20 years ago today. That was the same event. I miss yep. the old Kane, but eventually, I just like Kane in general was actually. A good wrestler. I kind of wish he actually won more, t- gave him more title shots in his belt because he deserved it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he went through many transitions. You know, from he being made a, um, Doctor DDS, and then he went from <laughs> fake diesel, to fake too. diesel too, that and then all of a sudden, one. what helped him out a lot was Undertaker. Oh yeah, Undertaker yeah. was his friend behind yeah. closed doors, and eventually he's like, just you know what. They pitched on the King gimmick. They both rolled with it, and look mm-hmm. where it came out. You know, that what I King mean? gimmick. I'm sure it was only supposed to be temporary, right? Oh, yeah. It was, it was only supposed to be like yeah. he's yeah. supposed to be around for a year or something. Yeah. Get but a guess go away what? After Mania, you know yeah. what? It I'm makes glad me think of the Executioner. Remember that Terry Gordy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they they kept that around for a couple months, maybe. Yeah. I don't even remember. Not so one pay per view. I, I think. feel like they had that same kind of mentality, maybe a little longer than of that. Of course. And it just, and uh, just like it took off, obviously. Of course, you know what I mean? Because yeah. eventually, as like I, I, was, I marked out hard with. with <laughs> can you give us some Jr. By God, what do you want me to say? There's people in there. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> That's gotta be Kane. How do you learn? No. To, how do you learn to do a podcast? <laughs> it's funny that you said that. Oh, it gotta I be Kane. It. When I heard that music, that's the first thing I thought was Jr. Like saying that, and I was like, "Wow!" Oh, man. When I first, I was like, "Kane's back." Yeah. And I was like, "That's oh, gotta be." They're hugging. They're hugging. <laughs> I really hope that they win the titles at Extreme Rules. Oh, they're winning the titles. Uh, yeah. So. There's yeah. nobody else to challenge the Bludgeon uh, Brothers. I really mean, hope they win the yeah. titles. You know, because. It's, like, it's going to be a, like a heartfelt moment between the two of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Kane and, deserves um, some, you know, success on the way out. Help, definitely. You know yeah. I mean? He's given us so much. He's given oh, us so yeah. much. But yeah. also we got, you know, got to shout out to my boy Rusev Day. Oh, uh, Rusev I'm happy that Rusev still got that. He deserves that title shot. I know... I know in God's I wonder if they gave it to him just because he, he did pretty good at the money thing in is, the bank. I'm telling you right now. He looked pretty good. He's over Right now anything. is that yeah. Yeah. I know when I, I'm just saying this is like a Mickey prediction I can say is that the moment is going to be AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. So right now at the moment they're going to need to avoid just to AJ Styles just yeah. to push yeah. him. So right now 
Samoa Joe, I, I don't know what's going on with Joe right now, but I don't know what he's doing, but that at the moment, that's what's going to happen. Other than having my favorite theme song in WWE. Yeah, it's a head bopper. Which I, one? I just, AJ Styles no, or Samoa well, Joe? both of them are actually good. But well, which I, one? Samoa, Samoa Joe's is what I'm talking I think, about. I like it the one in TNA so better. Psyched. I like the one in TNA. Same thing with AJ Styles, TNA. Yeah, song. I like I AJ Styles' one. ones. Better, but, like, yeah. The Samoa Joe in TNA, to me, it just sounded like fake Godzilla, fake Pharaoh yeah. Watch. Yeah. Fake Pharaoh Watch, oh, Simon Says. Before yeah. anything, all right, I've been like, I'm... I follow the WWE video games. I don't know if you do. Ross, oh, yeah. I buy the 2K ones those. every year. Yeah. So I felt, you know, like a couple of months ago, they actually, w- you know how Impact, all right, I, I saw this the other day. I wanted to bring this up real quick. Is that they have the Global Force Wrestling um, app that you can actually, it's almost like WWE Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dollar check this out. So, yeah. it, so this is here, all right. Before this, I'm in my house one day. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, hold up. These guys are trying to compete with the WWE Network, all right? And it's not going to happen because, you know, what's funny is that they're trying to show where the wrestlers <clears throat> really came about before they were in WWE and how WWE actually has yeah. their wrestlers now. I respect that. One day, I'm looking at uh, table for three, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, and Shane McMahon are on the table. They're showing TNA match where Kurt Angle is versus AJ Styles, all right, yeah. WWE promoted yeah. that app. Mm-hmm. All right, so now I'm looking at I'm going back to the video game. I'm excited that AJ Styles is on the cover of WWE 2K19, yeah. and I ain't gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be picking yeah. that up. But I'm gonna tell you right now, they have all these pre-order bonuses. Why can WWE give us a version of the TNA version of AJ Styles? They can't. But wouldn't it be cool if they can actually? Because you know, if you pre-order it, yeah. why well, not? This year you get Rey Mysterio. Yeah, which is lame. How about give yeah, the version of the version that everybody knew before WWE? Can they be of time that they can actually like contact TNA? Like, hey, you know, we'll give you here's ten amount. bucks TNA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they would have to. You take know what it. I'm saying? Like, let us <laughs> use AJ Styles in a TNA arena for this. It, you know what I mean? You they, know what? In a they, year, they, they're gonna own all the footage and all that yeah. anyway. I know so they are. They, they'll totally do that. Down I'm the honestly line. surprised they don't own it by now. Yeah, I know they also bought the library recently. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time yeah. to ask Mr. McMahon. I would be pretty excited if they did because TNA had some good in their face. I mean, yeah, you, you know, look at the sure. old TNA, so. the, the um, you know, back of the X Division was just yeah, like, oh, amazing. Five, oh, yeah, six. exactly. With, when Joe was the champ, and, yeah. you know, yep. going up against AJ and Daniels in those three-way dance, oh, three-way yeah. matches, whatever. Yep. Uh, three-way of dance, I'm already talking about ECW. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's still in the current events. Mm-hmm. My boy Lilo Rush made his 205 debut. I'm sorry. Hey. It's a Lilo man. Rush. Yep. I'm sorry. I love him. I'm going to tell you something now. He is cocky, but he can back it up. That's one thing about, I respect about the guy. He is cocky. He was in there taking his time, taking off his jewelry, and everything from right there. He was actually, I like respect him so much for being he's quick. And he's quick. Him and Ricochet had some phenomenal matches yeah. in the Indies. And if you yeah. haven't seen them, watch them. <clears throat> it's like back and forth. It was nonstop. And I'm like, yo, these two, like, when are they going to stop? And seriously, they, they, he's amazing. Yeah. I really want that if they can. That's what gets me upset. You're in 205. Please, let them at least, those guys in 205, step their game up to a Raw or a SmackDown. Yes, they're fighting there for a Cruiserweight title. But think about it. Rey Mysterio, when he won the world title, there was no more Cruiserweight division. If you think about it. But now it's like this. And TNA. Yeah, they're really kind the, of. TNA, they actually did something that. good. When Austin Aries had the X Division title, mm-hmm. he tells Hulk Hogan, you know what, I'm trading this in, 
I want to go for the world title. Why can't they do that in WWE? Well, I guess you know Triple H wants to keep yeah. everybody on 205 Live instead of Raw, and he, he just thinks that otherwise people are going to get tired of seeing the cruisers or whatever. And, I mean, now it's I think it's kind of cool because – the overall quality of the show is better. If you give yeah. guys yes, like Buddy yes. Murphy, give yeah, it, like they, my boy Mustafa Ali, depth. get in time. You know, yeah. you have guys like that yeah. main event in the show, and for twenty also, minute matches. It was, it was, it was, I, it was, I almost wish they would do. Sorry to cut no, you no, off. I almost wish fine. they would do the same thing with the women's division because I'm very impressed with them. Yeah, and I do. I think that they the women are tag, women tag team titles and yeah. cruiserweight tag team yeah. titles. They should at least give them their own pay per view or something like that. Yeah, where the matches get more time. But they are getting more. They're getting more time. They don't get as much depth, and I think what you're saying is uh, the cruiserweights get a lot more depth because they have their own show. If yeah. they were on Raw, you'd see the same three-minute tag matches, one to four guys every week, yeah. and the other ones would just kind of be pushed to the side and show. And all the news or, since we're still in the current event stuff. Yeah, we got um, a couple other things. To um, we also got the. Um, they say the United Kingdom past week. Yeah, they actually did good right. with that. Yep. And, and actually, uh, so pretty much, I respect what Triple H is doing because Triple mm-hmm. H, I'm sorry, when Mr. McMahon is no longer here with us, Triple H is taking over. And I'm well, gonna he already now, pretty he pretty much, much is yeah. slowly, but he mm-hmm. is already. And the guy is doing such a hell of a job. Yeah, I, I give that yeah. guy so much credit. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that he went from being in the office and he's like this, you know what, Vince, let me take over. Let me do what I want, I want to do. He reached out to the indie stars. He reached out and NXT's his baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? NXT's his baby. Two hundred five is also his baby. You know what I mean? Pretty much, Mr. McMahon was playing Monopoly. And now the with UK it. stuff and now, is too. Yeah. And now the UK. Now they have UK, UK NXT. Yeah, that is going to be awesome. Pretty much, he's he's expanding, and I'm going to tell you this right now. TNA was doing something like that. Al Snow was being a trainer in TNA, you know, out working in the UK for a little bit mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And they were actually TNA tryouts in the UK. Yeah. It didn't look like it didn't work out for them. Mm-hmm. You know who stepped up? Triple H. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? I got money. And yeah. I had to utilize it. Yeah. Let me do this. Back then when WCW was around, Eric Bischoff had that bankroll. All of a sudden he was just, you know, they didn't know how to spend it. Triple H is a smart guy. He's yeah. seen all the mistakes as a wrestler. Yeah. Now and he's he in the office. WCW, and he was and in WCW. So all of a sudden, of he's like this. Background. Now, yeah. yeah, he sees all the talent in all the indies. He's like, you know what? Let me explain over here. Let me the thing. Because there's no more. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about this on one of the episodes. There's no more Monday Night Wars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's indies. And we talked mm-hmm. about that before. Now it's yeah. indies. Now Triple H is seeing that. And he's like this. Let me go over there. And you know what's funny? Now we're in the era where everybody's more glued onto indies and being prime time with WWE that Triple H is expanding the indies going that way. Because you know what's funny? One moment there could be a guy from the UK that's working in New Japan that will want to work over there in the UK. You yeah. know what I mean? Just to make their life easier. Yeah. And it's going to happen. He's reaching out. Mm-hmm. So he's reaching out right now. Yeah. And speaking of the... Uh, and every much- time they do those events, like the Greatest Royal Rumble and stuff, yes. they're doing those, those like, the, talent mm, uh, scouting... Scouting, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Robbie from TNA just got pretty much... He actually was actually training to oh, be yeah, out that's there. right. Yeah. And I've, I've one of the females... Zack Ryder's girlfriend, Chelsea Chelsea, Greener. something like that. Yeah. She's yeah. actually doing that. And also, so while we're still in current events, um, pretty much, we were talking about this before... WWE is willing to pay big money for Young Bucks Good. and Kenny Omega. Sure. And you know what's funny? 
and Cody Rhodes because you know what? I'm gonna be honest, Cody Rhodes. I don't Rhodes, think that one's. Gonna I don't think it's gonna happen. But, but for Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, I really okay. Look, I look at it this way: Kenny Omega will be the AJ Styles. Then the Young Bucks will probably be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. You know why I say that? Because look at where Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows are at right now. They didn't. They, they're not doing nothing. You know what I mean? Now what pisses me off is that I'm a big fan of the Young Bucks. They remind me of modern day but better version of the Hardys. Even though I'm now a Hardy mm-hmm. Boys fan, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something right now. The moves, I said this before in the podcast, they're going to have to cut half of the move list that they have because they're not going to be able to do it. It's the same thing what they I did. Know, that's you know what I mean? the thing that that's what gets of, me upset. You know, because like they can't even do none of that. The <clears> locks, <throat> the they have so many good tag team moves, yeah. the Bucks, and half the moves that Kenny Omega does, they're not going to be able to do it in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And look at how the Luchadors... They got to cut their style up, half yeah. of it. And if you were going to Triple A wrestling, mm-hmm. they're fast, fast, fast pace. Ricochet had to slow down a little bit. Same thing with Lilo Rush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to actually accommodate the WWE style of wrestling. Yeah. You know? But, Joey, what else is in current events? Yeah, we got a couple things here. Sami Zayn, rotator cuff injury. Did you guys hear about this? I yeah. heard that he got oh, injured. Right? Yeah. I didn't know about it. Uh, I, I guess so, that. yeah. I, I didn't... God, he's going to be know. out for a long time. Until the rest of the year. Rest of the year. Spring 2019 is what they're saying. Remember, so. remember Shelton that Benjamin sucks. had that same injury when they were promoting him yeah, he's before to come back he came smack. back. That's and right. Yep. Out. Yeah, and Next then he was out he for back. another close to a year. Yeah. I and I tell you what, I'm loving Sami Zayn as a heel. He really reminds me of Owen Hart. And yeah, I guess the internet I like uh, kind of compares him to George Costanza, too. So I guess he's kind of like... <laughs> Yo, damn, and, he's and, like and Owen Hart, George Costanza hybrid, but he's... That's a win. He was kind of like your textbook baby face, but man, is he good! And he's Canadian yeah. too, so that yeah. actually is a good plus. He's, you know what I mean? Fantastic on the mic. Yeah, he's and great. He and just I, has this like charisma that's okay. Perfect. I'm gonna ask you both, which is though while we're still on this. I have seen Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn fight before in mm-hmm. Ring of Honor and stuff like that. Yeah, Sami Zayn was a Ring of Honor champion before. He was an NXT champion. I must do. I sound biased when I say that. Why have they pushed Kevin Owens harder than Sami Zayn? And Sami Zayn been in there for longer than Kevin Owens. And, and Sami Zayn's like a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, a phenomenal wrestler. Mm-hmm. I want you two opinion on that situation because I see that right now Kevin Owens gets like bigger pushes and stuff like that. And Sami Zayn will be left on the dust. And I'd be like, why? I, I think it's probably... Has to do with size a little bit, but it also has to do with how you said he was textbook babyface. Yeah. And it's kind of like, he wasn't, I liked him. He was like, ah, hey, you know, cool, he's a good wrestler, I know him. But yeah. he wasn't He wasn't as over as Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens got over quicker and was probably just, it, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more of an upside to Zayn as a heel. Yeah, no, I, like I agree now, with you that. Know, maybe yeah. eventually we'll see him as Universal yeah. Champion or at least <clears throat> U.S. Champion or something. You know what? That's another thing, too, Ross. I'm going to tell you, like I told Joey, what gets me mad is that they ain't no prize position like a title anymore. That Universal title that they Brock Lesnar has right now, trash. The real title is the one that AJ Styles holds. Because yeah. all these companies, if you if besides New Japan, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to tell you something right now. New Japan been along for a long time. But what gets me upset is that a title like the Universal title, oh, let's give it to Kevin Owens. Oh, let's give it to Sam Zayn. No, I don't want to see them that time. 
they deserve the WWE Championship belt. Yeah, yeah and I still you think know? the Universal Championship looks like Iron Man. It, 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 it does, does, it does like, like Iron, Iron Man. Honestly, yeah. I never thought about it. I mean, or this Altoids case. <laughs> it's, <laughs> been, <laughs> it's been said, but Rollins really raised the value of the Intercontinental title. He and did, Miz yeah. did, too. Yeah. Yes. That's really the, yeah. the title to go Miz for on Raw. Raw now, now, now yeah. Dolph Ziggler, man. I'm so happy he won the belt. I, I, I am, too, but I'm also sad that, that, that Rollins that, lost it. Okay, um, Rollins he didn't need been, it, though. No, he, he did all he could do with it. But I was hoping for the title for title. Yeah, I know. That would have been cool. But I'll tell you right now. The reason why is that right now is that they're trying to make Dolph Ziggler happy. You know what? I'm going to tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. I want Dolph Ziggler to be the living WWE, and you know why? Because they'll utilize him better in New Japan and also in Ring of Honor. If he leaves WWE, I don't think he's staying in wrestling, though. That's I what don't I've know. heard. I, I mean, he's doing the comedy thing. He's yeah. actually coming to Boston uh, in August again. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, he's right. staying up yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's I want to check him out. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if you guys saw the WWE films... Uh, the WWE Studios movie Countdown there with Ziggler. I thought that was pretty entertaining. You know, he could definitely yeah. go into acting. But yeah, I, no. I, and he was actually doing something with Swerve. That was actually funny. He also has yeah. a background in cheerleading. And he does, so- <laughs> oh, <laughs> he does something on Fox News. I mean, Don't worry, he, he, he can, can do whatever he wants. But I want him to stick around. And I definitely... I totally want him to stick I love this team of him and McIntyre. I'm going to get you off chance. right there. I see McIntyre um, betraying him. Yeah, they're going to end up feuding. And and I'm going to tell you right now. It would be cool if they got to the tag. When I saw McIntyre give freaking Roman Reigns a headbutt, I was like, yes! Give it to him! (laughs) Give it to him! Yes, yes! going to be Vince's new favorite. And I'm going to tell you right now. He was the chosen one. He was the chosen one. And I'm going to tell you right now. Drew McIntyre, he he did his thing in the Indies before he came back to WWE. And they utilized, I'm like this, do not mess him up. Do not mess up my boy McIntyre because I liked him before he was a chosen one as well. And I'm going to tell you right now, he came back hard. His body is built like a Mack truck. And I'm telling you right now, he came to play like Miz's theme song. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. He's gonna, I want him to get that big push. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. And he let's does. get a three MB reunion while we're no, at it. No, no, not yeah. No, we don't know. At least for a Royal Rumble or no, something. No, I love three MB. I'm sorry, they're better than the Shield. It's sad that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we will get that in a Rumble. They'll toss everybody out and look around, and it'll be those three. And Start jamming, like, and then they throw yeah. off Slater. You know what's, yeah. you know what's going to yeah. happen? Drew McIntyre's going to bring you a night with them, trade both of them, and throw them both out. Yeah, yeah. But, anyways. Um, what's up with our sh- boy? Oh, no! It's your boy, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, Ross, can you do a dog bite impression? Or a dog bark impression? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, better, more quality impressions later. But yeah. I'm saying, like, uh, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura got... Where's DMX at this moment? <laughs> <laughs> Where my dog's at? Joe, <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe popped big time when Nakamura got bit. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Yo, I don't wish harm upon I, people, I, um, but I couldn't help but I laugh. Could, you know what's when funny? I read about when this. I read this story, and actually, and I heard this story, I was like... Wait, so um, let's... Hold on. We didn't actually yo. say what happened. A dog bit Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, dog. A police, a, a police dog, dog. who was doing, doing security backstage detail backstage on Monday, backstage. I believe. Yes. And, uh, At a house show. They were he doing was auditioning for uh, yeah. Kennel from Hell, too. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so now he's out of action. The last I read this morning, indefinitely, because he has to go through tests and stuff. And like that. Stuff. Because I'm telling you, so be that's right? why he didn't wrestle uh, yeah. Jeff Hardy okay. on SmackDown. I'm going to tell you So, all right, now go into it. I just wanted people to know what we were talking about. You know what? I've been around the block before, all right? I've been in the hood, all right? When you see a search dog, you either run yeah. or you act the suspect because eventually 
Shinsuke's yeah, so, always happy. So all of a sudden, I'm looking at, uh, looking at Shinsuke, and I'm thinking about him. First thing this dog must have sniffed if he had weed, or he smelled a type of Chinese food, or they probably oh, killed gosh, his dog. <laughs> so pretty much the Asian people probably kill his dog. I'm not trying to sound biased or racist or stereotype, but he might have did something that much <laughs> kind of triggered that dog, because eventually I'm like, damn, did he have weed on him? Because if he had weed on him, that's what must have been some good weed, because eventually that's how he got bit. Yeah, you must I mean, that could have been why I was actually thinking, like... I was thinking it because the only way you get bit by a police dog is either you mm-hmm. had some type of penophilia, drugs, yeah. or anything involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only I, thing. I actually, I wondered if it was, and it could have easily been that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking back to when I used to work for New England Championship Wrestling. Yeah. In the back, all you could smell was, like, the uh, the oil. The baby oil, the yeah. The baby oil, the coconut oil. I wonder if maybe he had, like, some sort of pungent something on him. Maybe it was some type of hip oil or something I, like that. I don't know. I but don't know. He bit but, him. I just laughed yeah. like, hey, I don't know. Oh, he's touching him and he didn't like him. I don't know. I don't I know. I still think it's funny. I, I hope he feels better, but <laughs> I just can't if you're wait off see, TV for a while, I'm okay I'm with just that gonna, I just can't wait to tell my daughter tomorrow because when I pick her up, I'm gonna be like, you know what happened, Ava? This Chinese dude that wrestles, you know who he is, the one that goes like this with his hands mm-hmm. that you like. He got bitten by a dog. I just can't wait to see her reaction to him. It's going to be priceless. She's going to laugh. Oh I just, you know, Nakamura's not my favorite either. I, 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 don't I, I like his character. I like I his character, I too. Like, that's what I said. I don't care about his matches. In okay, he's I'm he's tell just you not a good now. wrestler. Okay, listen to me. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to cut you both off on this. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to go back to it. Him and Odeo Tommy, mm-hmm. all right, were good in New Japan Pro mm-hmm. Wrestling. You bring him to the WWE... They're not going to be so good. You know well, what I mean? This is like what I talked about a couple that, weeks ago. Oscar's the only one they're utilizing very well Oscar's. at the moment, but eventually I hope they do not mess her up actually having her to mix with this. I you know, be okay. uh, with yeah, the Carmella and. Um, she's going to get the title by SummerSlam. I really hope she gets the title. Tear. You know what I mean? Even um, though I'm happy to see Ellsworth back. I'm happy to see him back. I know. I'm happy to see him back. He's going to make it work. But I was just saying, I I hope Nakamura, even though he's not one of my favorites or anything, I hope he cashes in off this. I hope he gets good. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to give him Sue for sure. Oh, my God. He's going to get... I don't care about the money. I thought I was going to see... I was going to see... I I wanted to see him win a title. And I, if it's not gonna be if it's not gonna be a WWE title, give him the, at least an intercontinental title. He was Maybe totally winning the US. I think. I think, uh, he, was I think he was gonna, gonna win, win it. the US yeah. United States title. Yeah, and that's well, a good transition into me apologizing. A couple weeks ago, when we were, yeah, talking, we're talking about, about Jeff Hardy's Hardy. DUI, uh, yeah. the articles that I was reading, and this was very fresh off I was of court decisions. Still wrestling. Yeah, you know what I mean, says that he was suspended for 120 days. Turns out. His driver's license is suspended oh, for days. Why. WWE policy does not consider alcohol or marijuana currently to be infractions to their current uh, well-being policy. You know what? Jeff Hardy so. is good because he can just Uber his ass around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Matt can have a ride. <laughs> I did that we'll ride together. It'll be wonderful. Exactly. Ride along. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? so, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. They actually did an episode of Ride Along, and I think Jeff was wrecked on it. Did you watch yeah. that one? It probably was. <laughs> no, I didn't see it that. Right probably off. was. Watch it. Watch it. It's a good time. I'm sorry. I just like I've got a set. You know what I mean? Because Jeff Hardy, I thought when he came back that you know he was gonna do his thing. You know what I mean? Where he did like he like I told you I told you, I told you before. He had that one bad match before oh, the Sting, Sting match. match in TNA. And before that, they kicked him out in WWE because 
And the time, mm-hmm. ecstasy was the drug. Mm-hmm. He was high on ecstasy all the time when he was doing that entrance with all that freaking glow. He was yeah. high on ecstasy. Ain't no telling what the side effects so, could be. Well, that's the way mm-hmm. he botched a couple of swanton bombs. I mm. knew that, and I knew that mm-hmm. it was. He was high on the ecstasy, but I'll tell you right now, Jeff Hardy, I'm a father myself. You're a father, you know what I mean? Your brother Matt is a bigger role model. Yes, he's the older brother, but dude, please, God, just straighten up. You need a United States champion. I know right now Are you that saying that Jeff Hardy needs to be woken? He needs to be woken. He needs to go obsolete or something because, seriously, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. The thing is that I've read, too, is that he actually is going through a lot of, like, um, nerve damage. And he yes, has some injuries. Yeah. So, pretty much, it's yeah. like, God, I'm, he needs to take at least a vacation for a little bit and then get himself back because he's yeah. still... And maybe that yet. was the plan if yeah. he was going to drop the title. Though, yeah, Shinsuke. pretty much. Yeah. I really I mean, wanted to at least... Re- I wanted to come back. And I loved... When I saw him come back with that face paint that he did in TNA and mm-hmm. WWE, yeah. I was when excited. He his, his eyes. eyes. Yeah. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, he did it here. Yeah. Yes, this is the Jeff Hardy that I want to see in WWE. This is the Jeff Hardy I want to see. This is the yeah. Jeff Hardy that I love in TNA, and I'm happy they want to utilize him. So pretty much, and it's the same thing with his brother. I'm glad that they actually using that their characters, mm-hmm. but the thing is, I'm glad they're gonna actually move forward with them. But the Jeff Hardy character, they need to do better, and I want him to take a day off right now, at least until he gets better, and then yeah. come back strong. At least come back, lose the title. Let me drop the title. Come back, win the Royal Rumble, and make That'd a headline and smack around for the WWE title at WrestleMania. I want to see that, you know, his dream match at Hell in a Cell against Undertaker. I mean, even if it's past, Yo, you know, damn. the guys you prime know what? or whatever. But I want to you know, see it, man. I, I you know what's really funny, boss? I'm going to tell you something bro. right now. You just actually gave me a flashback. I remember actually hearing him say that. Yep. You yeah. know what I mean? I remember him saying that, that he wanted to f- do something with Undertaker. And you know what? Undertaker and him fought before in a ladder, ladder match. match. That was actually a good match. That's a classic. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. But anyways, what else? So um, yeah, let's uh, let's, let's wrap actually, up let's our wrap current up, events. And I want us to go extreme. Time to go extreme and go back in memory lane. This was all you, Ross. You remember this, right? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The stories I'm going to tell you about Extreme Championship Wrestling. Oh, my God. ECW. 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 Um, to this day, I'm so upset I never went to an ECW match. I never oh, went. Man, I went three either. times. Really? I actually went in uh, Wonderland in Revere, which is walking distance to my house now, but I saw everybody, man. I saw Dreamer. The Dudleys, Taz as champion, Van Dam, they were all there. It's just, nice. you know, I saw them at the Palladium too, yeah. the first show I went to. Oh, okay. And that nice. was a shoulder, man. But I'll lady, never forget huh? it. So oh, the one there, that you cool. went to wasn't the one that New Jack did his thing, was it? No, no? not the mass transit okay. incident, but one of my best friends was there. Oh, and, damn. And, uh, yeah. We're going to talk about that now since we're going to be going we gotta extreme. we got to talk about it. we got to talk about it. So much. That's the, probably the most notorious ECW incident I could think of. Okay. Before, I want, we're going to go dive in. I'm going to tell you something right now. Just like New Jack when they yeah, take a New dive and dive <laughs> off the balcony. Yeah, there we go. ECW to me was, back then, I really didn't have, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't have cable. So eventually, everybody was like, you know, talking about what happened on Monday Night Raw, what this Stone Cold did, 
And um, I will stay up to like maybe one o'clock in the morning just to watch Shotgun Saturday Night, just to watch. Yeah, what happened, I remember you know, that. So struggling to stay up for it. My friend Juan, he told me about. He's like this ECW thing. I'm like, whatever. I don't care about it. I'm like, I'm just like whatever. So one day, I found my mistake. I think Juan said something about it, or I pretty much, I was like, let me just stay up and just watch. Whatever, because I remember back then, Channel 27 is a... WUNI Wooster Boston. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Univision, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Spanish channel. So back then, they would play WAFF Real Rock TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did not care about that because I wanted to see Shotgun Saturday Night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, ECW comes on. All right? Before ECW comes on, I tell you both. I was not into heavy metal. The uh, transition yeah, of the transition of wearing Jenko pants, bell bottom pants. My friends, my friend Arthur and my friend Alex. I'm gonna shout them out real quick. They were into South Park, Corn, to a lot of heavy metal music that was actually. The I gotta new thing, tell you, you know I've been I mean? listening to Corn. So this pretty week. much, I don't know what happened? I just um, needed a throwback. So my brother and me shared a room. You know what I mean? And I was up all night. Just to watch Shotgun Saturday Night. ECW, I'm waiting for ECW to come on because I started liking ECW, you know what I mean? Taz was actually one of my favorite wrestlers in there. I like Taz. You know, I was a big fan of Taz. And next thing you know, this music video comes on. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's a cartoon. I'm like, all right, let me stay there. I'm staring at it for a while. And next thing you know, this little girl's playing hopscotch and it's corn freak on a leash. And I was like... I stared with that whole video, and I stared at it, and I'm like, the next Monday, I go into school, and I'm like this, Alex, you got that corn CD? He's like, but Miguel, you do not like rock. Well, I do now. (laughs) Reason why, one thing I loved about ECW, all right, back then, WDF did the rock and roll thing. No, ECW, one thing I love about ECW, they really use real Entrance music, yeah. you know what I mean, as their own. I'm gonna tell you right now. Half of the playlists on my workout thing are all from rock. I have a lot of workout, and I work out to rock music. And I'm gonna tell you something now. Half of my favorite entrances are from artists from they actually use on ECW. Yeah, Alice in Chains. Yeah, Alice Tommy Chains. Dreamer's theme song. Alica. For Ravens, Offspring, gotta keep it separated. That was one of them. All of a sudden, it came down to I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. If it wasn't for ECW, I did not, I didn't, even, would have not know who Rob Zombie was. Yeah, Thundercat '65 used yeah, to be the theme song, so, and was the Pitbulls. And I'll yeah. tell you right now, Rob Zombie actually was, I think, one of the theme songs for one of their pay per views. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I feel or like it was much, um, or pretty much Living hyping Dead up. Girl. Oh yes, yeah. it was hyping up. When I saw that, I became the biggest Rob Zombie fan, and a lot of people that grew up with me. Do not know I love this type of music now. You know what I mean? And I love this. I didn't music. really know that. You exactly. So I was like, know? yeah, and I was so like this. Every single time ECW came, I was excited because I always wanted to know what type of theme song they're going to be using, mm-hmm. what type of rock music. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at it, I'm downloading it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Damn, on it, Napster? And I'm, yeah. Napster, yeah. whatever was free, or <laughs> pretty much. Uh, you know what? I, I was in high school and I'm watching ECW, all my friends I was with. We're all into heavy metal and stuff like that. I transitioned 
I went to a little gothic phase, if you want to say. Oh, my gosh. mom did not like it at all because oh, I was listening to heavy metal. And then all of a sudden, my friends I was hanging out with in high school, they had the Rob Zombies. They had the Corn CDs. And I was like, yo, can I get that? And they give me all these CDs or all rock CDs. Then all of a sudden, I started hearing like, I can't say now, but back then you had the Limp Biscuits, you had the Kid Rocks, you know what I mean? The new metal, new, yeah. The new yeah, metal. Yeah. So all of a sudden, it's like, I look at it then, Rob Zombie will be one of my top favorites. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you, I did not know who Metallica was until oh, Enter the Metallica. Sandman was actually Sandman's theme song. I did yep. not know who Metallica was. And all it took was for me to watch this brand, you know? The reason why I loved it so much was their theme songs. And they were actually the theme songs that they used that I now listen to and I knew who the artist was because of these people. Heavy and Metal knew, Heavy Metal's like my other wife, you know what you I know, mean? I, I live and breathe for Heavy Metal, you know, and and, I respect as well as my so family much. and all that. So I'm saying as a 16-year-old kid watching ECW, Sabu before he came out to that, you know, the boom, boom, dirt, dirt, Yeah, dirt, that theme song like, I, I used to get scared on he, that one. He used to that. come out to uh, Rob Halford's other band, Fight song Little Crazy. So here I am, I'm marking out as a 16-year-old. I mean, I, I've always loved metal and ECW was, it, it was it, just, yeah. the first time I turned it on, I'm like, this is right up my alley. This is what I need to be watching, <laughs> not 1996 yeah, WWE. Yeah, I don't want to tell you F. something right now. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to switch it up on you real quick, Ross. You're going to probably be upset with me. One of my favorites, yeah, one of my favorite wrestlers in ECW, besides Taz, I was a big fan of Taz, was New Jack. New Jack, that doesn't <laughs> upset me at all. I met him a couple yeah, times. Like, I, I tell you I'm going to tell you yeah, something right now. New Jack was... When he used to come out, to that song by Ice Cube and Natural Dr. Dre, Killers. Natural Born yeah. Killers. Yeah. I, they were, and that's something that WWE does not do. When they enter, all of a sudden, he'll come out with his weapons, and all of a sudden, that theme song come mm-hmm. on. I was like, I used to get hyped, and I'm like, oh my God, he's going to do it. I'm saying, I but, but, it. but when you I watch it, it on the network now, you, it, he comes yeah, out and there's this awful does. production music. It's like, I'm going to tell you something right now. That's one thing that got me mad about the network, bro. Is that all these songs that we heard in ECW? You oh, know, they're what all, they all copyrighted. Yeah, you, so cannot, they you cannot, you cannot, can't yeah. do it. It's like, for example, I'm a fan of the Undertaker. I know you are too. Yeah. All I of a sudden, like, I watched WrestleMania. I remember, I was with you and I bought that collector's edition of WrestleMania. It was a box set. Yeah. And I bought yeah. the one that was like WrestleMania um through twenty. I think it was. And yeah. it had the X7 pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. I was I excited to watch yeah, that yeah. pay-per-view match. Yeah. You know, maybe Triple H and him. When I put that on, I'm like, this ain't Undertaker's music. And then next thing you know, I did the same thing in the network. I'm watching ECW. Yeah. I'm over here like, yo, this ain't New Jack's music. This ain't Taz's music. Yeah. I don't, no, Taz's music, they actually use the original one, if I'm mm-hmm. mistaken. But it actually just switched up. They like, have some um, awful song Wheels, that doesn't like, fit Taz. And, that, and, and they then see, they, no, they have an even worse song for Van Damme. And then Chris Jericho's yeah. theme song, I was like... Come on, you can't do this. Was man. that the one that they put in Break the Walls Down? For yes, Jericho, yes. So like that, Come on. Still, you know, quite, I'm yeah. really happy all that stuff's on the network, but oh, I know yeah, what you mean, you man. Still, like, you get all the of the theme songs was the yeah, main thing. Yeah. It's like an entrance when yep. you actually like for example, New Jack came in there, you hear that even Paul Heyman said it. You heard that song in the theme crowd, all of a sudden you got hyped. Oh, yeah. You got hyped mm-hmm. and then you knew something bad was gonna happen. And to the Sandman, that comes on. The whole crowd goes ape. Yep. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, he's like, oh, good. He's about to do something. Got the candlestick. He's about smoking a cigarette. He's going to drink. You know what I mean? Everybody was excited. Mm-hmm. I was excited, and I wasn't even there. And I heard Freedom Metallica into the Sandman. I was like, yo, 
Sammy is yeah. where he's at. You know what I mean? And then he came to WWE, you know, what? Did like he? 10 years later, and then okay. he, no, ex- no theme music. Okay, I'm going to explain Generic theme right music now. wasn't yeah. the same. Yeah, it wasn't. When Raven came into WWE, when Tommy Dreamer came into WWE, when Sandman came into WWE, Robin and Dan was probably the only one that they used good music for. But the rest of the guys... I like Sabu's WWE. So. Well, they actually, you yeah, know, they, yeah. they kind of kept it the same as ECW. You know, I kind of kept it. You know it what I mean? Like this, the same yeah. thing with the bagpipes or whatever it was. You know, but when it came down to the um, Ravens and uh, Tom, Tommy Dreamer had like this. Um, it was like, like a production intro, music yeah, version like of uh, the yeah, Alice yeah, Chains. Yeah. But when you go back and you see that, it's like. The reason why I loved ECW, it was like. It was so original. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm glad they went from Easter Championship Wrestling and you know, like, you know what? Let's turn it up a notch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. After when Shane Douglas dropped that title, I was like, I was like, you know, doing my research in ECW. They can all kiss my A. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Shane Douglas. Dean Douglas himself. All Dean of a sudden, Douglas. He was like, they didn't utilize him right in WWE. And all of a sudden he goes to ECW, the franchise. Phenomenal heel. I yeah. loved it. I yeah. loved it. And I was like, the matches he had with Taz, the matches he had in general with everybody, I was like, yo, this guy's good. Yeah. Why didn't you use him right in WWE? He didn't want to go back to WWE after that. All of a sudden, you got, who was it, Steve, oh my God, Steve Carino. You had um, Chris Candino. Oh my God, another good The body Donna's. The body, you know, <laughs> don't skip do himself. So skip and zip. Horowitz, Horowitz wins. <laughs> you know, I was like, damn, this is good. And then you look at the promos, yeah. they were like Pulp Fiction promos. Yeah. I loved it. They, the promos were great. The, the promos yeah, were yeah, awesome. They could be in a dark alley. They'll be in... Raven, oh my God! They utilized Ra- Raven was so good in ECW. Mm. Oh man, he was one of my favorites. And I'm gonna tell you something right now: the finishing moves in ECW, the DDT was more deadly in ECW than it was in WWE. Oh, All yeah. right, it was more deadly yeah. in ECW. Yeah. You know, so the moves, that's the and the fans. And I see the and it's funny if you look on the WWE Network and go on ECW, look on the crowd. There's that same. Person, the I'm guy not in the hat and the, the guy, guy with the beard. The beard. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's there every single yep. time. A faithful member. I think the yep. guy with the long black hair and the sunglasses and the beard. I'm pretty sure he's the first guy with a die Rocky die sign too. I, I could be wrong. Be. Me, you yeah. know what? He looks like the dude for Faith No More. Yeah. You know, yeah. is that a lot of the speculation when it came down to ECW getting like sponsored by WWE? They say behind closed doors. I mean, Paul Heyman said on his um, you know, DVD, he <clears> said that. WWE did not help him out. You know what I mean? WWE did help him out at least with the theme song or something like that. But eventually, it was because Too Cold Scorpio went over So this is around the time there. that they yeah. invaded Raw. Raw, and something like that. And well, yeah. Best Raws ever, 1996. Yeah. You know what's funny? I did yeah. not get to see that because oh. I told you I had cable, but I eventually saw it. And I was Mind like, blowing. I watched I saw it recently that. on the network. Yeah, I saw it's it on the network. Maybe it was 97, yeah. actually. It might I think be 97. 97. But, yeah, but they invaded that pay-per-view. It was Mind Games. It was in Mind 96. Games and it was in your house, At Mind Games. At the end of 96, right? Yeah, but then I feel like they were promoting then, Barely Legal in 97. Yeah. yeah. The Sabu and Taz match. So it must yeah. have been 97 that they did the Raw Invasion. It was yeah. good. That was yeah. great. No, it was really good. I loved it. And Lawler just shooting on Extremely crappy wrestling. I love that. I'm like, and I see, no, you see... Jerry King Law teaming up with Tommy Dreamer. Or, or, me. Rupturing Tommy Dreamer's <laughs> testicle. Like, oh, no, my gosh. God. Kendo dude. sticking him. Yo, I'm telling you, like, they went ECW back then. I'm telling you, they did not give a F. I'm no. telling you, they went. Yeah. They, like, they were politically incorrect and damn proud of it, and as I'm they a, said. And I yeah. loved it. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. A lot of people 
like back talk Paul Heyman, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I respect Paul Heyman that guy so freaking awesome. much. I owe him eternal, I, I eternal gratitude for because what he did with ECW. He did a lot, and you know what's funny is that, and I said, and he said it before, I didn't get a, I didn't get a checkbook with a million of dollars. I utilized what I had, and I, and it's funny, a lot of checks bounced. A lot of, of wrestlers ended up like. You know, switching over here and told him, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, we can't do this. And a lot of wrestlers did their, their shirts. They actually helped out with the production. Yeah. They, do, they were doing a lot of things before they were even wrestlers. It's like an indie show, kind of. It is. It know? was like an indie I show. Mean, you would call, yeah. the, call the merch hotline to order a shirt or something, and Stevie Richards and Blue Meanie were taking your order under yeah. fake names. And I think Dreamer <laughs> and Taz were designing shirts. Dreamer did a ton of stuff. Oh, I believe Same it. with uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. So, I want to say is that now since... Ross is here. Mm-hmm. I know Ross has a bunch of notes, and I want him to get yeah. into it because seriously, yep. this is a special event, a special podcast for me as well. Because maybe there's some stuff that I did not know about ECW that I'm Ross and I learned. Pretty something. much, I could want to learn as well yeah. because I know Ross is a big diehard ECW. ECW I, it's so funny. My wife told me a couple weeks ago. She's like, "Oh, some ECW wrestler died, the Rock and Rebel or something." And he, yeah, I think you know he must have been in the Eastern. Championship yeah, wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, yeah. or maybe he was a jobber in the... Uh, I mean, I knew the name, but regard, he wasn't an I ECW. I knew who he was because I've seen the early versions of ECW. But then I was telling her, I was like, yeah. you know, ECW is my ultimate form of entertainment ever. And it's the thing. It's just I think about it, and it just makes me so happy, making me think of, like... They were some of the best memories I had of being 16 through college, watching ECW, staying up, watching the Spanish channel on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I actually buying the pay-per-view with a room full of my buddies, you know. I, That's awesome. I loved ECW, man. It just... <clears throat> But so it, was, it was wrestling for grown folks, you know? Uh, you know what, Ross? You're absolutely right. And I'm going to tell you this. When I was in middle school, all right, you got me beat. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so, all beat. So, all of a sudden, like, when I was in middle school, I remember hanging out. I forgot the kid's name. He was a diehard wrestling fan. You know what I mean? And he would get tapes from mm-hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is before oh, you the video. Probably had to buy him off our video. So, all of a sudden... He knew about ECW all the yeah. time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was talking about the ECW thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's something like you probably have written down in your notes. You know what I mean? I did not know until I had to watch Channel 27 and watch a half hour of ECW. You mm-hmm. know, to know what it was. Yeah. You know it was an I mean? infomercial, basically. It, it, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I do remember You're absolutely that. right. Because yeah. right. you'd see a couple right. matches and then you'd see yeah. Joey Styles. It was the night that Kimono Wanalea got naked and danced at the ECW arena. You know, and, and, yeah. can't fight. And it, that's the thing. It's yeah. like half the commercial. They'd be shilling tapes or shirts, and, and yeah. it was an infomercial, right yeah. up there with the Juice yeah. Man Juicer or yeah. Tony Little, all that. You know, but damn, it, and I, I caught it, caught it by accident for the first time. You know, and I was just hooked right off the bat. You guys were talking yeah. about Taz earlier, and I mean, to me, Taz, he was, he was the total package in ECW. Because here's a guy, he was kind of like a hybrid of Brock Lesnar. I mean, much shorter, obviously. Yeah. Brock Lesnar and pre Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. You mix yep, the two yep, together. He's sure. suplexing people. He's a believable killer. I yep. loved him because he's rocking Biohazard shirts. Biohazard mm-hmm. was the first concert I ever went to. <laughs> and um, nice. just to me, he was yeah. totally. He just had me fixated you, on the product. You, and the Eliminators, too. It's like. Oh, the Eliminators. The Eliminators were, the eliminators were what? About yeah. Perry Saturn, Saturn and John Cronus from, from right around yeah. here. And man, yeah. I tell you, total elimination to me. They get overshadowed a lot. 
by the Dudley Boys. Obviously, the 3D is one of the best moves ever. But to me, mm-hmm. Total Elimination, that it was a cooler move. That finishing move was freaking and, uh, bad, I man. think Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish were using it. Yeah, uh, Malenko they were. and Pattern, Saturn was it, uh, um, used it. I think on um, the, what do you call it, the Arrival, didn't they use something like that? Almost well, they like do that? something similar, similar, but they don't. But like that? Nah, no, they don't do it. But, no. but to me, the Eliminators are one of the most underrated teams ever. Yeah, yep. And I mean, uh, the rivalries in ECW, man. They were we just... had a rival with the Pitbulls, if I wasn't mistaken, right? Or they had the Eliminators. Like a... Yeah, they did. Yeah, I think the... Francine uh, betrayed the Pitbulls to yeah, go with the Eliminators. Yeah, if I'm I... not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's going way back. I'm going to tell yeah. you something now. I loved Francine. That she kind of looked like a hot girl. fish meets frog woman. Yeah, I didn't give a damn. <laughs> Yo, she was a sexy bombshell to me. I was like, I was more of a Beulah fan. Oh, I love Beulah McKelly yes, too. Yes. Yeah. I was jealous oh, that yeah. Tommy Dreamer had her. I was like, mm. still does too. He's still they married he after three yeah, years, right? Yeah, what yeah. an o- I tell you, what an overachiever, you know? It's like, yeah, she's gorgeous. It, yeah, that baby face look and, and I tell you what, I Beulah should have gone further in the business. She oh, really should have. I guess she had some kind of heat scene. with Paul Heyman, but. To me, she was she had the potential as a wrestler. Yeah. yeah and another match I want to talk about is the match she had with Fonzie. You guys oh, ever see that man, match? That oh, was yes. a bloody yep. match. Were, I guess like yep. they wanted to punish Fonzie because I guess he was, uh, you know, a mole for WCW basically, so mm-hmm. they could raid ECW talent. And they were oh, like, "All right, wow. Fonzie, we all like you. If you want a job, you have to get like Beulah like pretty near kill you in the ring." I didn't know. That. I did not Dude, know that either. And I guess Paul Paul E supposedly hated Beulah, and I, I think that's her last appearance until the, like, uh, WWE one-night yeah, stand, sure. where she teamed up with Dreamer against um, Edge and Mick Foley, which, yeah. great match, great yeah. match for them, yeah, especially considering match. it's part of the, um, you know, reboot, reboot uh, the ECW. WWE ECW, which I'm cool. sure we'll talk hey, about I'm later. I'm going to tell you something yeah. now, like you're saying yeah. this podcast, I'm going to steal it from Joe Button again, trash. That version of WWE ECW, When trash. you compare it to original ECW, but compared yeah. to... And I don't want to get into that. It was almost now, like a pre NXT, like yeah, a bad version of I, NXT. It I wasn't actually, all bad. I I liked a lot of it. Me too. But uh, that's in comparison. No, to, you shouldn't have called the it ECW. Thing I liked, the only thing I liked about it is when we went to the show. Yeah, that was it. No, that was good. <laughs> show? Uh, we no, this was a SmackDown and ECW. It was in Worcester. Uh, yeah, and it was when they were doing an ECW SmackDown no. taping. Yeah. I went to a straight and, uh, up ECW house show under the WWE banner, and man, it was poorly attended and. Pretty terrible, but it was kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, a wrestling show is a wrestling show, yep. you know? Yeah, Um What else you got there yeah, for us? Let's, because eventually... Yeah. You know, I, I got a whole page of notes here, because ECW is very special to me. Uh, I want to talk about some of the rivalries, like I was saying. And, I mean, when I first started watching, you had Ra- Raven and uh, the Sandman mm-hmm. feud, and, and what a deep feud that, that was. was. You know, you had Raven... Taking Sandman's wife, taking Sandman's yeah. kid. kid. Yeah, that was bad. I was like, wasn't that the same one? They did the crucifixion, the crucifixion angle too, where Kurt Angle uh, refused to do business with, with them. them. Yeah. I was like, damn, these guys are bad. This is. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, super, I like, super adult themed storyline. It was you bad. Yeah. It like was that. bad. Yeah, and that I know you must have in there. I hope you do. Raven and Tommy Dreamer. Of course, that's okay. the, the textbook yes. uh, ECW yes. feud. You know, yes. it's, it's, you know yes. they they feuded for what like at least two years. Dreamer didn't get a win over him until uh, the Russell Blues in '97. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite thing in ECW, and I when I pretty much like Ross, you got me beat when you say you know ECW like that. But I started following it afterwards, like years later, and seemed like the rivalry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing was 
when Stephen Richards was trying to get Gila ah. McGillicuddy, and she oh goes, like, he's like, he's like trying to get him some, and the next thing you know, she goes, I'm pregnant, and then Joey Styles like, oh, like, you know, was like, it was like Joey's like, like pretty well. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, you see, like Raven come out, and then all of a sudden. Tommy Dream. I'm it's like, Tommy's. It's Tommy's. I was like, what is this going on? great television. Maury like, meets wrestling. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Jerry go. Springer meets wrestling at that time. Yeah, no, that's that was, at that time, yeah. Yes. So I was like. Maury didn't have that push yet. No, he did no, not. He didn't oh, Dr. Phil. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, the storylines. Yeah. You look at them. Yep. They were phenomenal. And then, you know what's funny? It's like Eric Bischoff tried to say on W7, oh, we try to take real-life storylines. Horse. You home manure. Because I'm gonna tell you something right now. Paul Heyman did that first. Mm-hmm. Man, it came down to it. Because look at that rivalry right there. Oh, Paul you Heyman. Know what I mean, I both, w- both yeah. WWF and WCW were biting ECW they were, hard. Thank you. Yeah. When it came you know, to the hardcore you know, matches, it was yes, much more influent. Not just hardcore matches. I'm saying the, kind of the content. Because WWF, they really got good in '97. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because yeah. I take the pre-attitude era over the attitude era because they were it was yeah. super racy, reality based with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Michaels, and I feel like the a lot Gold of that Dust could be. Story oh man, Goldust and Pillman. A lot of a lot of it can be attributed to. A lot of it can be attributed. I'm going to tell you something yeah. right now. Yeah. You're absolutely right because yeah. you know what's funny. When I after that, you said pre-attitude era, and then all of a sudden you look at ECW. Then you look at attitude era. Then you look at ECW. I still respect ECW more than I did in the Attitude. I'm a big fan of Attitude, but I respect more ECW. You know why? It's because if you look at what they were doing, they actually did it more. And all of a sudden, you look at WWE, I'm like, but wait a minute. I just saw that over there. Why are they doing it over here? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, it's like, it yeah. was like pretty much. Yeah. They were, I agree they, with you. And WWE is- was copying. I mean, WWF was copying a lot of ECW stuff. Yeah. And they don't want to take credit. And, he, and I give him credit. You know what's what I give credit to? To W, I mean, to ECW? The, um, the Luchadors. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, Psychosis. That's right. That's where they got All their start the in the States. States. Chris yeah. Jericho. Yep. You yeah. know what I mean? They you know, got their start in ECW. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, when I saw those matches of the Luchadors going on top of cars, doing mm-hmm. hurricanes, mm-hmm. I'm over here like, wait, you guys are supposed to be doing that in the ring. That's true, and you, you know think I mean? about how good the WCW Cruiserweight division was, and it's, it's still one of my favorite divisions of ever in wrestling. Yeah, they did and great. that's straight up because of ECW, because of mm-hmm. you know, having Mysterio and Psychosis still yeah. over there. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. That's what I'm saying. It's like Paul Malenko. Heyman. Paul Heyman mm-hmm. literally reached out, and actually, and he's like this. He did it with a small paycheck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A small payroll. You know what I yeah. mean? And you know what's funny? A it's bounceable like, payroll. If, if, yeah, really bad. <laughs> yeah. But if, all of a sudden, yep. it's like, hey, come over here. Get your start, you know what I mean? Put your name out for yourself. And then all of a sudden, look about it. I know you probably have this. Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Come you on That's two out of three falls? Yes. Come on, The Malenko-Guerrero man. Classic? Oh, Absolutely. God. One of the one of the best matches. And that's the thing. ECW doesn't get the credit. Obviously, you weren't going to have technical masterpieces every show. And you know what's funny? But, and the crowd. You got to give the, That crowd was, like, amazing. Yeah, Die-hard yeah, ECW fans. Yeah. I want to I wanna hold up just what you just said. ECW doesn't get the credit. If you mention to any wrestling fan, even a real wrestling fan. Of course. Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko, what do you think of first? WCW. 
Of course, like, of course. Yeah, Lego yeah. didn't really do yep. much yep. in WWE. So, no, he did yeah. not. That's, no, that's did the not. thing that comes to mind. But then you're you're saying like ECW deserves so much of this credit. Same with like, he who should not be named. You know, who went from uh, ECW to, to WCW. Yeah, that's true a too. Benoit really. Yeah. You know, who was he, that first one to go? Was that like, was that was that he should not be? Was he Benoit? He, Benoit. Should, he should not be oh. named. Like, it's oh, like you yeah, know he came. He was in he was in WCW yes. and he, you know he did all right and then yeah. he went to WCW and really got noticed, became a star. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. Chris Jericho did his thing in ECW. Wait, was he, was Benoit in ECW after WCW? Yeah, I mean he had a run in WCW and I think like '93. He he fought oh, a two okay. gold Scorpio right. on and a pay per view. So he worth checking out. He went back and forth then. He went so WCW, he then ECW, then he was going to go WWF, but ended up going WCW. Yeah, and then yeah, he came 95, yeah. I could have yeah. sworn that right. he, I right. thought Chris Benoit was first off in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He probably well, was. Yeah, 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 he was, but, but I'm saying within the, the big three But, over here, like I was yeah. saying, I mean, it doesn't get the credit it deserves for actual good wrestling, because you yeah. had... I mean, the obviously, I could talk was... all day about Jerry Lynn and Rob Van Dam in the matches. Yeah. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Some of my yep. favorite you matches what? ever. Yep. Jerry Lynn, what an underrated worker in the grand you, scheme of things. You, and he Definitely Van Dam's uh, best you know, opponent. I'm going to tell you something now before you get to your other notes, Ross. When I saw Jerry Lynn and Rob Van Dam fight mm-hmm. for that... That title, what TV was it? T- the TV ECW t- TV title. I'm sorry, TV they title. utilized that title like if it was the main title. Yeah, you Van Dam I mean? held it for he, roughly two years. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm like... And then you see that rivalry. I go on to WWE. I put on... I think it was Jack or Velocity. I forgot what it was. And yeah, I they see, did have a match on yeah, Heat all of a sudden, or something. I, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah all they, of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. Didn't I just see Jerry Lynn right now? It's a long one WWE. I mean, ECW. Then all of a sudden, I was like, did the rivalry again? And then all of a sudden, you see Jerry Lynn going down this cruiserweight. I'm like, no. You guys are screwing up Jerry Lynn. Yeah. You guys need to they have really him. No, yeah, you guys need to have him against Robin. And that's why he's he needs so to be, underrated. Yeah, yeah because Jerry Lynn was a phenomenal. He had a athlete. good match with Rob Van Dam in, in WWF, and then he got hurt, and they canned him. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Yeah. And yep. you know what's another yeah. one? I, I want to get into it. Ready to break? No, man. Kid Cash. Kid oh, Cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's Cash true. He got his big. Big star yep, in ECW. ECW. He was at, yeah. what was he, Davey, Morton, Tyler, Jericho, and then eventually mm-hmm. he became Kid Cash. Yeah. I hope you have on your notes the groups, the Dudleys. Of course, man. Yeah, the, yeah, the, D- the Dudley boys, the I Dudley mean, boys were, <sighs> you know, ECW yeah. Originals, now they're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. They, they pretty much stole the Hall of Fame uh, TV show this yeah, year. They did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but How of course, many Dudley boys were there all together? Oh, man, I don't there even was... know, because in the beginning you had uh, Dances with Dudley, you had, you know, obviously Sign Guy Dudley in there, Big, 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 Big Dick Dudley, Dudley, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bubba Ray Diva, Spike, you know, Spike. They, they heard a lot I of Dudleys. I just loved it. Yeah. Like, eventually, like, these randomly just made, like, the Adams family version of like yeah. the, of wrestling, and yeah. all of a sudden that's, like, a, that's a good boom. one. And, all and of, of course, sudden, they had the, the quintessential stud muffin as a mouthpiece, <laughs> oh, Joel Gertner. Well, well, yes. well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, you know, you want to talk about groups? Obviously, you know, the Triple Threat: Bam Bam, Shane yeah. Douglas, and yeah. Chris Bam Candido. Bam Bam was actually good yeah. over there. Bam Bam really, I think he had some of the best Bam work Bam of his was, career, especially yeah. after yeah. WWF screwed him yeah. over I'm after uh, WrestleMania 11. I'm you know, telling you, that match with him and freaking. Taz, yeah, they, they, broke yeah. they broke that matches. That's on my era. notes here, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were God. talking about Ross and I were talking he about waved. this before that was, we went he, on. I used to. Wa- I watched and that match literally yeah. at least ten times just to watch oh, that match. Some of one, yeah. that one, that match yeah. And I, you know what's funny is that you look at ECW, you look at WCW, you look at the pay per views. I like I, I scroll down the memory lane on, on the network. 
and I it's saddened to me that every month we already have like the WWE pay per views, and I look at the East, I was just thinking about ECW pay per views. You know what's funny? I was excited for Heat Wave every single time. Sometimes Heat Wave ninety eight, one of my well, favorite pay per views. Like, yeah. I was yeah. excited. And that for was Heat round Wave. two of Taz and Bigelow. Yeah, I think. and, and uh, we also had the. Sabu and Rob Van Dam against uh, Hayabusa Shinze, Shinzaki uh, Hakushi there. The tag match. Nice. That's, that's yeah. well, Hakushi nice. actually nice. made his debut in ECW first before he came to WWE? No, no, no. This, this was, was this years later. After. This was yeah, after that. Really? He was 95 or something. Yeah, Hakushi WWF. was around in 95. He was gone by the end of 95. They had him team with Barry Horowitz. Because oh, I remember gosh, one time I saw, you know... Off. Like you don't just say yeah. infomercial. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I saw him, like, Hakushi one day. Yeah. I, I think he was like... Fighting too close, Scorpio or something. Like that. I don't know who he was wrestling. Maybe. And all of a sudden, it was not, it was no, it wasn't um, it wasn't a match. It was just like you know a little quick highlight right, that he right. was wrestling somebody. So I don't know if it was too close, Scorpio. And I'm over here like, wait a minute, he was here. And then mm-hmm. he was in the. Yeah. That's what I loved about the East yeah. W and WCW back yeah, in the day. You know true. what I mean? Because you never knew. Yeah. Who was coming over? Like Rick Rude being over there was real cool. Yeah, yes. right. and he was that's really right. good on the commentary, and yeah. and uh, it kind of led to his return to, to uh, WWF there. I yeah, with DX. Went, that's right. Know, and yeah. they actually had like a lot of good like. That's what I'm saying. Like their um, promos were top notch. Yes, yeah. and isn't that pretty much all Austin did in ECW? Because wasn't he, he actually did he, he had a couple uh, matches? Yeah, yeah, he with did. Mikey Ripwreck. He did, he did, yeah, he, and he had a triple threat with um, Sandman and Whipwreck there. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. where he really started to take he off really on the mic. Did the promos, you know, because yeah. I don't think Steve Austin was ever bad on the mic in, in WCW. I, I would, no, but I loved stunning Steve much, Austin, yeah. the Hollywood yeah. Blondes, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Before I'm a big Austin fan, and I want to tell you right now, he did those promos on ECW. But then you got to remember, when he went to WWE, WWF, he was teamed up with Million Dollar Man, Ted mm-hmm. Dibiase. He wasn't talking. Yeah. And he wasn't talking yeah. until yeah. he broke loose until, yeah. you know, 1998. The yeah, 1998, was it? Or 1997? 96, yeah, he came in as the ringmaster. 97, he actually yeah, did his Austin 360. Yeah. No, 96, yeah, same year. But you know? He was yeah. only with Dibiase for a couple months. Sabio yeah. Vega got rid of uh, Ted Dibiase. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, then he was on his yeah. own. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, that the Steve Austin ECW promos are just dynamite. Yeah, I mean, to dress up as Eric Bischoff, Monday yeah, Night Grill. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> the Steve-ster. The Steve-ster? No, you got to do the. It was it. Was it a Hulk when he was like making that Hulk Hogan? I would have been dying. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely. <laughs> and then good he did one, that yeah. one. And he was also, and then you know what it was? It was at that time WCW was actually getting run by. Um, they not run, but actually. Dusty Rhodes was actually a big. Um, I think he was a guy, like, talent creator at the time, where he's getting um, hiring, hiring talent for WCW. Yeah, WCW. Because he was actually yes. on one of the promos Austin did it in ECW was um, about. Oh, that one was like, yeah. he's yeah. like, how about I have a match with Sting? No, baby, that's for somebody else. You know, yeah. doing the Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about me and Hogan? No, baby, that's somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that's a great promo. Go watch it. Go watch it on YouTube. Go watch it. I love it. I love oh it. Oh, my God. That's absolutely right. That's funny. You're right about that. There, that's true. There's one match I want to talk about, um, and I want to let Ross take the reins a lot with his stuff, too. But yeah, of One of my favorite matches of all time, not just ECW, Born to be Wired, 97, Sabu and Terry Funk in the barbed wire uh, rope match. People almost died in that oh match for real. Which match was yes. this? Terry Terry Funk How Sabu many? for the title. Good lord, yeah. Is that the barbed wire match? Yep, yep. You know what's yeah. funny? I saw 
had, I think I saw it or saw highlights because I remember this one, is the one, one. Yeah. Who won that match, by the way? Sabu won the Sabu title won. from Funk. Yeah. And I remember, I remember that yeah. removal. Yeah. With yeah. The, yep, yep, yep. It was a bad. Yeah. These, I'm going to tell you something now. Terry, if anybody wants to call wrestling fake, watch, watch that match. Watch that yeah, match. Exactly. I'm going to tell you something right Sabu's now. Sabu's arm ripped to shreds. Yeah, his bicep. Terry literally Funk, his bicep, not the skin. Literally. If you guys watch, yeah, I believe it. You, yeah. you guys, have you guys ever seen the movie The Wrestler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Randy yeah. the Ram. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. This dude, Terry Funk, kind of reminds me of him because he don't care how old he is. No. He yeah. wants to die in a wrestling ring. He will wrestle his ass off, and he did in ECW. Mm-hmm. And I loved every single moment when he was wrestling. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, that match what he had with Sabu, i got to rewatch it now when I get home. I'm going to tell you something right now. When I watched him, like... I remember seeing him. I wanted to laugh, but I was like, Mickey, what happens if you're in that position? You're going to be crying like a little girl. Oh, yeah. He's like, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. You know, you know. And I'm like, it's cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy. I'm like, Heyman came out at the end and trying to see if they need attention. Yeah. Yeah. And how many many pints of blood did... I remember reading. I don't even this. know, but it's that they, match is he, just a bloodbath. Yeah, they but it's art at the go. same time. They you know? actually had yeah. more bloodbaths yeah. than ECW, but that was one of the big ones. You know? Mass was... Transit, like we we didn't get finished talking about oh, yeah, earlier. New right. Jack, man, yeah. that's oh, a, that's the I'm, most disturbing bloodbath you can imagine. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something now. That to this day still bothers me. Yeah, it's this dangerous. big heavy set kid, he's training for wrestling. That's like you. You remember you said to me that you wanted to re- you were trained for wrestling, Joey. Big heavy you know set I mean? kid. The big set heavy set kid. No, that's I'm, like a... I'm not saying you're a big heavy set kid. Even though you got through this table. Uh, please, don't. that'd be fitting tonight. <laughs> we're not gonna try to set do... it on fire. I don't want your wife to get mad that we were doing ECW in her household. All right. <laughs> but anyways, when that actually happened, all right, and I heard the story. I, it was it was a was it supposed to be a, a live pay per view or just a house? It show? wasn't a pay per view. It was, it was just a house show in Revere, Massachusetts. Yeah, and all see, of a sudden, I don't know a lot about. I knew this, so I knew about me. it. And Ross Tell does me too. What's I know. Going on. Ross could probably he could help me out with this one too. As well, they actually hired a kid from the audience or something like that. And they I, pretty I think much he had like that. Four, he he faked it, and I don't think he the lied. kid was a trained wrestler. And then he wasn't. New Jack, New Jack like definitely went to the extreme with the kid. You know, just wow. cutting him up with a knife or something. No, it was that um, really or a razor a, or something. It was yeah. a razor. You know what it was? It was a staple gun. Wasn't a I think it was a staple gun. Jack was using that yet. Was it, it was something. Was it, I something. think it was something. Might have been a box cutter. I don't know. Like, but I, I, he went, like I say in, in ghetto terms, he went ham. He did. He, he did. went yeah. ham. You know, he new- went ham on him. Wow. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, I, I, I was like, dude, first of all, you lied. And when you try and get a paycheck out of the situation, New Jack was pissed too. Yeah, but still, because, I mean, I think new, I don't think it needed to go down like that. And, and I like no, a lot I, of New Jack stuff. But the bottom line, the guy's a little nuts. He's got confirmed kills as a bounty hunter. He's one of the most violent, probably the most violent wrestler I can ever he, think of. I know of. I always wanted yeah. to be in WWE, but WWE will never get easy. Yeah, this is, this yeah, is why they, they, would, they really He never even had a real tryout. Yeah. He, no. Back in the day, you remember when John Cena got stabbed when he was feuding with Carlito? That yeah. was the angle. Yeah, that's right. The yeah. rumor was it was yeah. going to be New Jack that stabbed him. Yeah. New, I yeah. mean, you know, and I would have loved uh, to see New Jack in WWE. It would yeah. never have worked. And no. then... The, you know, the rumor, want to talk about somebody getting watered down. That yeah. would have been a The rumor down, is he, was gonna, he wanted to come in to WCW when they had that awful Master P angle. When Master P yeah. came in. And, oh. and then Nash wouldn't bring me. You ever see when uh, Mean Gene is like, This man has made such songs as for all my dead homies. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to do a WCW thing. Joey yeah, hates yeah, I don't want to get off. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping. All we're talking about right now is that, like I said, I'm a big hip-hop fan, but... 
Do New Jack join No Limit Soldiers? No, dude. Stay. You stayed. You did good. Staying in your lane and representing Natural Born Killers, Ice Cube, and Dr. Dre all day. Yeah. I like that. That was that was good for you. He could have feuded with the West Texas Rednecks. Oh God, I hate no, rap. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm glad that you know what. Even though New Jack, I think, did he win a title with his um, with the Gangsters? Yeah, Gangsters were multiple time tag the, champs, okay, and he good. also won the belts with uh, John Cronus from the Eliminators. They were the Gangstinators, and they had a match with I think it was Balls and Axel. You want to see some blood? The Cheese Graders come out in that match. Yeah, Cronus man. Yeah, from right around minute. here, yeah. talented guy. I'm gonna tell you something right now. What about that part? Um, was it the Singapore? The the one with the fist? Oh, that match. Yeah. It's like, it's like oh. a Hong Bak or a kickboxer, oh but yeah, a real like, life. Oh, my yeah. God. I what was that called? Like, what was that called? The, the, the Taipei Deathmatch. Taipei Deathmatch. Taipei, that's right. I saw it because I'm going to tell you something right now. I was before the network came along. I was actually, me and Joey, We all we met was funny, is that all it took was us working together at Sears and I saw him wearing an Eddie Guerrero wristband and then from right there I was like Eddie Guerrero he's like how do you know and then right there we just like kicked it off as best friends and then we, we had a hardcore even, match in the tool department <laughs> all of a sudden it's like next thing you know from that right there we actually you know we traded off like wrestling I want to say mixtapes you know what I mean yeah that's what we were doing we, we were trading, we were trading uh, VHS tapes, tapes like, awesome. with each other it was fun but one of the things was, was cool. Joey told me was that match was a Taipei death match yeah. like, did yeah. you ever see that match no. So one day, we, we, we used to, like, go out, and we used to go to Newberry Comics and buy, like, oh, you yeah, know, these used great, DVDs. Great, great-ass selection back so, then. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. Joey was like... I probably organized he's it. Like, he's <laughs> like, yeah, you he probably did. He's like, yo, did you see that match? And I was like, no. So I remember one time, I think I was with you. I was by myself. And I think you told me, like, oh, you told me, like, mm-hmm. yo, is coming out with the be- um, greatest... Um, you know, great. Yeah, I have like the blood sport one or something. The one with the, with the, the foil blood on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And yeah. I think you copied yeah. it. And next thing you know, I, I ended up I buying it. it and you. all of a sudden, like you told me, to, like, well, and I ended up buying it. So he told me about that match, yeah. and I was like, man, I gotta see this. Yeah. Oh my god. It's crazy. I was like, no. No, yeah. I'm like you guys are getting away. It was like pretty much like ECW to me was like, all right, you got beef with somebody in the street, go to ECW and take out your anchor there because seriously, the storylines and the matches that they had there, that was one of the, like I said, you said that flat on Wednesday, um, Sabu and um, Terry Funk was a bloodbath. I saw that one, yeah. the Taipei Death Match. That, that was, was a bloodbath. That was a bloodbath. That too. was you told me about I it. I think that, that was one. Like, I think the DVD that we're talking about is the like most bloodiest matches. Matches something like that is what it was. And I remember like one that? time Tommy Dreamer, the guy was cool when the yeah too. Dreamer getting handcuffed and yeah. taking chair shots from Raven. I mean, yeah, he yeah. should be on the Mount Rushmore of hardcore or up there yeah. with uh, uh, Terry Funk and Mick Foley. Kendall stick to death by um the debut of Tommy Dreamer, the extreme guy of Tommy Dreamer. We was taking actually those um, Singapore cane sla- uh, slaps with um, by uh, Sandman. Yeah, you know what yep, I mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's actually... the thing. Dreamer, he wasn't getting over with the crowd. He was he kind of mm-hmm. had a pretty boy gimmick, you know. Was, and then yeah. he started taking those cane shots, and he got over. He became the innovator yeah. of violence, you know, the yeah. Mr. Hardcore. But what? you want to know who had a really good feud without necessarily using blood, and they just had the most violent, just slugfests. Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome. Yes! Those yeah. two, yes. I mean, they obviously had matches before yes. in FMW, yeah. but I would watch their matches all day long, I tell you. And Mike Awesome, that's a guy that I appreciate much more now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's another guy who's left us. 
but he yeah. had that match on the first WWE One Night Stand, the ECW against Tanaka. That was a show stealer. That, that match was ruled. the most match. That was the only match that was actually good. You know, I, I thought mean? it was a great you know, pay per view. Yeah, it time. was. But I'm gonna tell you right now, you take a short guy like Tasso. What is it? How you pronounce his Masato name? Masato Tanaka. That was yeah. it. I was pretty hard to say. So all of a sudden, I'm like, yo, this guy does not give up. No. Like this, this dude is like probably the hardest head in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. it's like, and then Mike Awesome used to just give it to him, and yep. he used to get back up. Mm-hmm. He got up off an awesome bomb one time. Oh man, they they were doing awesome bombs off the top got, rope through tables, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry yeah. to say he did that. He took the razor's edge and made it his. You yeah. know what I mean? He was a great yeah. performer, a, Mike Awesome. And, and what a mullet! And yeah, yeah and what what a mullet. mullet, mullet. Like, you made that Definitely. mullet look good. He Shout out well. to that mullet. I'll tell you, but one thing about when he went to WCW and then he went to WWE, I was like, come on, man. You can't do that. And then all of a sudden, you got two more, two of my other wrestlers that you're going to probably cut me off on this one, Ross, and I hope you do, <laughs> was just incredible Lance Storm. Those two. Oh, my God. Lance Storm is... Truly, truly underrated oh, in the grand scheme of things. What a great wrestler! Yes. Incredible. He was just, he just got repackaged the right way by Paul Heyman. Yeah, he yeah. did. And yeah. I'm telling you, it's like Aldo Montoya. Yeah, they use the point. He's like, this is not gonna get over. He goes to ECW. Came he, pretty much one of their top I, heels. And I'm telling you right heel. now, like if yeah. we go back to the finishing moves, he took that Tombstone Power Driver. That's and he, incredible. And that was incredible. But eventually, he go to WWE. You couldn't do it. No. You know what I mean? It's yeah. either a super kick or a stupid DDT. And that's yeah. the thing. One interesting note about Mike Awesome was, I remember when he was going to WCW, and he was still the ECW champion. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. So yes, he, he was. was contracted to go to WCW. And who beats him for the title? A WWF wrestler who was on the WWF payroll there, Taz. Taz, they yeah. Had him. Remember that? Was that, that match was, that's his yeah. history right that there. That was actually, yeah. you know what? That was, um, okay, right there, they actually both had history. I'll tell you right now. That yeah. actually was a historic moment. But when it came, I really down, like, like how that actually how it transitioned. All three, like all of a sudden, it's that Mike Austin debuts WCW and attacks Kevin Nash. All of a sudden, he's still ECW champion. Then all of a sudden, Taz is in WWE. All of a sudden, it's like, all right, go to there, go over here, take the title. So pretty much they were doing double duty because I remember back then, if you looked at it before, like sport before a lot of these kids don't know. All right, all of a sudden, like, oh, Taz got hurt. He didn't get hurt. You read the spoilers, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he was wrestling for a title. And he mm-hmm. went and took that title mm-hmm. away from Mike Awesome. Yeah. All of a sudden, he took that title away. He's in WWE. He versus Triple H. I love that match. And I was yeah, like, was damn. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I was like, damn. He just, like, pretty much Triple H was like this. You know what? You got that title. That title's crap. Like, pretty much, like, down, like, talking bad about ECW. But you know what? Taz put a hell of a performance. Yeah, you know it was one I mean? of Taz's better showings in WWE, WWE for sure. So yeah, th- that was actually a good match. Mm-hmm. Then you go back into like pretty much Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer was holding that brand. A lot of the wrestlers were leaving. Tommy stood there. He was there the heart and soul of ECW. Yeah, he still is to his day. He Somebody own, who never, never correct never me did. if I'm wrong, but never held the ECW title, right? He did. Well, he, ne- he never did under the ECW banner, but he he won it in uh, WWF WWE yeah. from Christian. Whoa, 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 wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Off. He did win the title. Oh, he did win it. Yeah, yeah. He won from Taz. He won right. for like two he seconds. Went, he won to Taz. You know why? <laughs> that's why I'm telling you. All of a sudden, he did because Taz was WWE. All of a sudden. Tommy Dreamer, the best person to drop the title to was him. 
and that's what Taz wanted to do. I can't believe mm-hmm. I forgot that, man. But Dreamer ah, didn't, he didn't want He never yeah. wanted to win the title. Never, that's the yeah. thing. But yeah. yeah. I got one up on you. You did, man. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I'm tired. Go. Got one up go. on you. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, just another couple things I want to talk about quick. Another great rivalry was uh, Super Crazy and Tajiri. Oh, my Tajiri, God. Tajiri had a pretty good run in Damn. WWE, WWF. But yeah. man, he was Jesus great Christ. in uh, ECW. Really, That's what I'm saying is that they really they were just meant to uh, yep. to work with one another. And then they, they had a lot of three way dances with another very underrated guy, Little Guido, um, the Sicilian shooter. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Yep. When they say three way dance, was that a triple threat? I'm just gonna confuse. Like, well, everybody got pinned. Limited? And that's the way it should be in a yeah. triple threat match. Like, I'm yeah. so tired of this, you know, the champion didn't get pinned and we have a new champion. So what and ECW, is, so, they did it right. So what is yeah. it? Like, what, like, explain Paul that to Paul Heyman, me. I believe, invented the three-way dance. And basically what happened mm-hmm. was you have three guys in the ring mm-hmm. and then it's elimination. Yeah. Until that's what I thought it was. You know, and yeah. I believe the yeah. first one was first Terry one Funk, Funk, Shane Douglas, and uh, Two Cold Scorpio, if I'm See, not that's what they should keep on doing. Yeah, that's how it should be. See, WWE needs a triple threat match where the guy doesn't have to be pinned because that's they the way keep they're the way just, and that's the way like if Lesnar was to lose the title right now but you know maybe Seth Rollins pins Roman Reigns because it's uh, a triple threat match it still I makes Lesnar look good what the, what I know I'm not happy yeah. about it either I just no. Brock yeah. needs to it's, go put it's that awful. belt on anybody else but uh, but this is about ECW yeah, yeah it is back to that back to um, that Lesnar wouldn't last a day in ECW no no he, he certainly wouldn't no he wouldn't yeah. but, no he wouldn't and you know Brock Lesnar versus Mike Awesome would have been a good match, and Mike Awesome would have gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, there's so I could literally talk for hours about this stuff. Um, yeah, you know, you, you talk about uh, guys like Al Snow. You know, yep. coming from yep. WWF where you leave Cassidy, Shinobi, Avatar, oh gosh, all these failed yeah. gimmicks. Then Avatar. you go to ECW and you make a mannequin head get too. over. And you become the hottest thing in wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. When Al Snow was in ECW, it was a Jerry huge Lawler deal. It was, no exactly. It was a huge yeah. deal. They really yep. did. It was really a great grounds for uh, people to just come into their own like Al Snow did. I mean, you know, Aldo Montoya, like we said earlier, became just incredible. He became yeah. a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. And that's all I think is that a lot of the people that. They got seasoning. And the, guys, mm-hmm. and the thing yeah. is, too, is that, like, I look at it. I'm a big fan of Raven. Like my friend Tony Cordero. Yeah. I'm a big. Um, he actually introduced me to the Raven character. He liked the Raven WCW. Now mm-hmm. all of a sudden WCW they actually did a little okay with the Raven thing with the Raven's flock or whatever. The flock it is. Was got goofy. So it's like yeah. I kind of yeah. got goofy. I like the flock. Yeah. But all of a sudden when At he was in ECW, it was, cool. it was really cool. I'm sorry to say that Ra- back to Raven. I'm sorry to say that Raven character. He came back. He ended up was in WWE. Goes back to ECW. Win the Titan title. Win uh, wins the world their world title. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If I came down, if the ECW was still around, and if I was a wrestler, I would love to make a name in ECW. I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather bleed, I'd rather sweat, and at the same time to be in a company that loves their wrestlers and supports them. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. They showed a lot of love and support to the ECW wrestlers. They really did. That was a family. Yeah, sure. That was a legit family. And it was like, you know what? They left, they came back and, and on open arms like come back we got yeah. you another guy who really came into his own towards the end of ecw he was almost like a surprise hit rhino 
Oh yeah, my god! I will yep. always be a Rhino fan, yeah. and it was kind of like yep. when I first saw him in ECW. I didn't really think much of him. He improved so much, and he yeah. just he would just do the sickest, nastiest moves. I remember him pile driving mm-hmm. Sandman's wife. What there. was that move that he did? Was a Hangman pile driver? I think it he was? would do a like jumping pile, pile driver off right. the ring yeah. apron. But and the did thing it to is, Sandman's that Burns' head was hanging. That was a thing. His head was hanging. It was like they called it the Rhino driver. Or something. Rhino driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, the Burns' head yeah. was hanging. And, and I'll tell you, all those moves were done on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And I remember the first time that I saw Rhino live, he was facing Mike Awesome at the Palladium. He came out to body count, so that was pretty cool. Oh, but cool. I, And Rhino's yeah. a guy where I think he did incredible when he first got to WWE. He was really one of the guys mm-hmm. who, who became a star during the invasion angle. Yeah. And he was there for TLC2 and stuff. And then he mm-hmm. just got hurt at the wrong time. And yeah. it's, it's real cool he's back. But Body Count? Was that the group? That That's Ice-T's Ice-T's group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, see, yeah. I know my yeah. stuff. Yeah. Ice-T and Body Count. Yeah, I didn't know he came He ended up that. coming out to that dope song later. But it was I, I wish he kept coming out to Body Count. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. No, that's cool. I'm over here thinking for somebody, Body Count, does that sound familiar? And I'm over here... Ice-T's band, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> All right, so, Ross, you got any other no, rivalries I, you no, want to I mention? No, I mean, I, I pretty much I went through every... I know you could go on. Yeah, I, I seriously but... could. I mean, we could talk about guys like like Cactus Jack. We, talk Cactus, about we can't Jack. forget about but Cactus we, Jack. It's true. We Another we guy who did... About he, that, you know, he was never mean? bad on the mic, but I tell you what, he just... Yeah. With the whole crowd, you know, saying with Kane Dewey signs and stuff, and he just had that whole anti-hardcore character. He's a, mm-hmm. he just did some awesome work over and there. The thing it's, is, yeah. that, I'm sorry right now. Oh, yeah. He came from Japan and went to WCW. Then he went to ECW. What was it? He went to ECW. <laughs> then went to WCW. Think it was I, he was WCW first. For, yeah, he was doing he was, like territories. Then WCW. They, then he was fighting Sting and Vader at the time. Early you know? '90s, he was. Vader did. T- yeah. Vader yeah. took out his ear. Yep. Well, the Vader rope, the, the rope kind of did, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. During, yeah. I mean, yeah. he had some of the most legendary matches with Vader. With Vader in WCW, you know, rest yeah. in peace again to yep. Vader, but I'm Vader telling you right now great. is that I saw some early uh, mixed stuff in ECW, and I was like, God, what happened? Like, why didn't he, like, you know, it's like pretty much, I remember him saying it one time, he's like, he was a prostitute in ECW, but WWE made him, um, you know, a star or something like that, and I, a superstar, and I was like, you know what? If it wasn't for Paul Heyman, you wouldn't be shit. Excuse my language, because it's mm-hmm. true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because eventually, yeah, I mean, he, Paul Heyman did help him out a lot. Yeah, I mean, he ended up you know getting I mean? fired from WCW, and then he and, really made the most of his time in ECW, and then he became a, a true icon, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, then I figured one thing we could talk about was the aforementioned uh, WWE version of ECW. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, we, gotta we gotta go, into, it, right? gotta go into that right um, now. I mean, please. I really feel like... Like we were saying earlier, as an ECW, with the exception of those one night stands, yeah, you can't call it ECW. It's not. It was ECW. a. It was like it's a WWE. Exa- it was like a precursor yeah. to NXT. Was, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm gonna tell you yeah. something. Now the first one night stand has to be the best one. Second and was it, cool too. It, it, it was more WWE watered down style. You know what I mean? So when I but say the second the, one is when you the, had yeah, like the. the, the Cena stuff, stuff with for, like yeah you know what I'm saying that yeah but the thing is what I still stand to this day that when I first saw the first ECW one night stand it was me, me my friend Tony and my and our friend Joy we saw that and I'm gonna tell you something right now that actually brought back a lot of ECW memories oh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean it was totally yeah. it was like the feel totally, was there the feel mm-hmm. was there then next thing you know they had like matches that they they never got to do because everybody went their separate ways mm-hmm. and I was like 
damn. And next thing you know, when they brought back ECW, oh, one night stand. You can't even really call it one night mm-hmm. stand because they already had to deal with sci fi, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So it was like, yeah, but it was it cool though the way that they kicked off the I, new I, brand. There were some good matches, but I mean, I I liked I, it. I liked... And Big Show made his turn and went over there. I tell you what, I love the Ric Flair Big Show match for the ECW title. You ever see that one? No. It's yeah. hardcore as yeah. anything. It's right after the Flair had that TLC match on Raw with Edge. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like it's just super violent. What, yeah. There's thumbtacks and Flair. Flair was trying to. I think I didn't Flair is hardcore as hell in that know? match. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Match. Go watch it. It's yeah. great. Are it's you great. I, I'm yeah. telling you what, the whole show wasn't bad. You really got some new stars out of it. You think about it. It's like CM Punk. CM, CM Punk, Punk, obviously. Yeah. yeah, you know what you I mean. You brought him up because the thing is, they weren't utilizing him good in the mm-hmm. um, OVW. Yeah. So they saw potential and talent on him. Like, you know what? I got you. When I'm going to get this mm-hmm. position, I'm going to take you with me. And that's yeah. exactly what Paul Heyman did. Miz yeah. and John Morrison, you know what I mean? I mean, That's they were both true. in That's, WWE yeah. before that, but they became a team, a great yeah. team. Yeah. You know, I keep saying underrated. In the grand scheme of things, that team is very underrated. They worked yeah. very yeah, they well worked together. together. And they yeah. both became incredible single stars. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I feel like Miz wasn't doing anything. No. He was probably on the verge of getting cut before he was, he was yeah. in ECW. Yeah. Yeah. And then now look at him. He's getting yeah. a reality show. He's married to Maurice, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. He's yeah. one of the greatest yeah. intercontinental John champions Morrison's ever. not doing bad either. No, John I Morrison. Still want him to come I want him to come back, too. I want him to come back, too. He's, awesome. he's, he's going back to Lucha Underground. And I believe it, yeah. And Jack Swagger actually just made his debut over there, by the way. That's a cheap plug. Guys like bores me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys like Kofi Kingston. I mean, Kofi Kingston got his start in ECW. You know, and then you had. It was cool. Um, they did try to introduce some new talent, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. You say ECW. I can't really. When I saw that ECW version of WWE, the fans and like myself were upset because ECW was literally anything goes any match. There was no rules. There were like. They all of a sudden do ECW. Oh, yeah, there were disqualifications. All of a sudden, yeah. you got, the, yeah. you got all they, these rules it, on mic. They had to call it, this is an extreme rules match. Like, yeah, yeah. And they and would I do one like, no, show or no, something. No, no, but no. You can't do that. No, the the more that. it went on, but the less ECW it got. It you got, know, Joey yeah. Styles wasn't... Joey Styles, in my mind, is the best commentator of ever. Of course. Yeah. Him and Taz, they were off, and it was mm-hmm. like Mike Adamley and Mike, somebody else doing the commentary. Mike Adamley. You know what I mean? Three best commentators. That's Mike... My God, what's his name? He's now doing commentary on NXT. Mike Tanay? No. No, no, no. no. I know. Mauro Ranallo. I'm sorry. Yes. Him? <laughs> There's only Mike Jim I can think Ross of. Jim Ross and Joey Styles yeah. were my top two. I don't know. Mauro, and, Mauro doesn't do it for me, but to each their own. Jerry too, yeah, Jerry Lawler and Heenan, the best color guys oh, by, by oh, far. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you did try to introduce some new characters. Some of it worked. I like the whole Kevin Thorne and Ariel, I like the vampire gimmick. Yeah. You know that what I mean? That was the new ver- I thought when they did that, Gangrel was going to come back. Gangrel was signed, and then they, they got yeah, rid of him. Yeah, that's right. Marty yeah. Genetti was yeah. signed, too, but they Are fired him again, too. They had, a, was that they had a ton of people. Yeah, yeah, basically when they kicked off the new version of ECW, they signed a ton of people. But Gangrel was in the ECW. He was called Vampire, Vampire Warrior. He was, Vampire yeah, Warrior. He was in there back in, like, 95 or something. Before yeah. he yeah. went to WWE, actually, he was in ECW first. Then they took him and went to WWE. Yeah. That's when we did the, um, the mm-hmm. gang brought brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. but, and, and it was cool for me, too, because I, I was a huge Tess fan. Yeah, I was going to say, I like how they brought Honestly, honestly Tess, to though. me, he was just very good in the ring. He was a good a cocky testicle. heel. Uh, yeah, man, he was, honestly, he's like one of my all-time <laughs> yeah. favorite guys who just doesn't get No, the, I, the I, like he's great. I like Tess. Yeah. I like the Tess, too, and I'm going to be honest with you, I love this theme song. It gets me hyped to this day. And I'm going to be honest with you, too, what got me upset, too, is that 
When he came back, I knew the guy was juicing like crazy. He was, yeah. I knew he was juicing like crazy. And I was like, dude, like when he... He was already a big dude. He was already a big dude. And the the test that I liked was when he did the angle with Stephanie McMahon and he actually had that match with Shane McMahon. That was Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah, yeah. SummerSlam 99. You know what I mean? And then when you know, he came to ECW and I saw him all juiced up and they were hyping it. We were at a a show where we were actually Mm -hmm. doing showing the vignettes of tests and I was like... Dude, like you come back looking greasy like this, you can't come back looking. I like think that. he was doing good. I saw him have a real great live mm-hmm. match with Rob Van yeah. Dam, and yep. I guess he was. They were grooming him for the world title, well, the ECW they were title. But him I, for I him. heard he did a really bad promo live, and in the back, it was like the best promo ever. Mm-hmm. And I guess he then he got in trouble for juicing, of course. And, so, and and he had a you know Bobby Lashley look crappy in one of their matches, and that just mm-hmm. ended it oh. for him. You know, oh, so but yeah. Tess, you know, rest in peace, and it was cool having him in the new version of ECW. Yeah, um, yeah, and he was over there with uh, Mike Knox, right? Mike Knox. Yeah, I like Mike Knox. I like. Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something right he now. Had a good beard after a while. I'm a, a big too. fan of Bobby Lashley. My friend, my friend Bob, Bobby. We call him Bob. Bob. His name I call him Bob because his wife calls him Bob. I always but forget that he was Roman Reigns calls him Bob. So, now. <laughs> so all of a sudden it's like he's like this big phenomenal. I'm gonna go on with you. I'm a big. Bobby, a Bobby Lashley fan. You know that. You know mm. my big diehard Bobby Lashley. Fan. When all of a sudden, when he actually went to WWE, he got that. And all of a sudden, they he, they pushed it to ECW. I was upset because I really didn't want him to win the, you know, the bigger title. But they won the ECW title. I'm like, I, I thought. It was like Heyman didn't uh, think so. Uh, I guess he wanted he wanted Punk to beat everybody in the elimination. I wanted Punk to win that match. You know what I mean? Me too. Punk deserved it more, but then you know, see, around the same time you had Big Daddy V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tried to repackage a lot of guys in ECW. Worked for some people. Well, the WWE version. I mean, they repackaged Zack Ryder real good. You know, that's probably why Zack Ryder was. He had that romance angle with Rosa Mendez. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Yeah, he did know, but that, he actually huh? was bad. Yeah. He was a heel. Yeah, he was. I he love Zack Ryder in the WWE heel. version yeah. of ECW. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, they also yeah. had that zombie. Really? That was the first a, match on the uh, WWE yeah, version of ECW. Sandman. 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 Every week, yeah, Sandman would, would cane some guy that the crowd didn't like, like the yeah. zombie. I don't remember the other people. Didn't like construction Brooklyn worker come back for one Probably. Or yeah, I remember, you yeah, caned Eugene in a pay-per-view or something. Yeah. They didn't even use him right who was I just thinking of? There was another one that... Oh, the Bashams. Remember, they were the henchmen? Oh, God, Paul yeah. Paul henchmen. Yeah, well, you never man, knew, you knew that, that it was them. them. Because they had, a, they had a, Yeah, the black the ski black, masks the, on. You know, what mask they were using? They were like yeah. the biker mask. You know yeah. who else got their yeah. first oh, real good initial push? Really started coming into his own in the WWE version of ECW was Mark Henry. When they That's made him right. ECW yeah. champion. Yeah. It was like, how many years was Mark Henry just terrible to watch? Yeah. Awful yeah. to watch. He was degrading himself on TV every week in these stupid storylines. Yeah. And uh, they were funny and stuff. And yeah. I mean, I've always liked Mark Henry. But when he came to ECW, it was right after the whole scandal with Michael Hayes. And they made him champion. Mm-hmm. That was really the start of him, you know, becoming a great performer. Was, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, what eventually yep. ended up be- having a uh, an incredible reign, a short reign mm-hmm. as World Heavyweight Champion. I don't give a damn because I'm going to tell you right now. I'm happy, like they say that right now the main title is the WWE title, but I'm glad to say that it's the ECW title. Yeah. I mean, I mean the world title. You know what I mean? I agree. So, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to cover anything else with this ECW stuff, because like I said, I can keep going all night long. <laughs> I say let's uh, let's bring it to the end segment. You know what I mean? Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right. Hey.
All right, yeah, so let's wrap it up, and I kind of feel like we should do another 10-bell salute, but we won't do that. Toys R Us, and this is one thing that I was I was happy to have Ross on this episode for. This is the final week that any of the locations in the U.S. are going to be open. Our Toys R Us, um, which is actually where I met you. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I, I think I first officially met you there, because I know you used to come into Newberry all the time when I yeah. worked there. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, I was buying a Zack Ryder figure, yeah. and you said, woo, like, woo, woo, yeah. right <laughs> I think you ignored me. me. And I was like, <laughs> I almost did. I was like, <laughs> cool. Like, and then, uh, but yeah, then we became friends at Newberry yeah, Comics, man. and uh, yeah, but dude, Toys R Us, I, oh gosh, you doing it, huh? Get the tissues. <laughs> Keep on, get the tissues. Oh, man. Yeah, I had to because eventually, oh, you know what's funny? You guys talking about wrestling, and oh, um, man. you guys are talking about wrestling action figures. I remember as a kid, I grew up in a poor poverty. My my mom, me and my brother Angel, we used to get excited because we see Toys R Us. You know what I mean? Yeah, we wanted all the big toys, whatever. My mom used to buy us all these little Matchbox cards, like the um, the yeah. Hot Wheels. Yeah, we used to have all these cars. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, you came in a pack, and it was like, me and we were like, we got that one already. We got that one. So all of a sudden, we yeah, like, yeah, yeah. came to a point that you go to another Toys R Us, yeah, yeah a different car, yeah, yeah, a different car. Yeah. So Toys R Us does have like a special place in my heart, but the thing is, you got to blame the Amazons, the freaking Walmarts. Hey, the, way hey, R Us, the way Toys R Us is being run, honestly. Exactly, yeah. 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 Just the greedy bonuses and yeah. stuff like that. It's, and, yeah, it's I already knew it was going to happen after any... we saw Babies R Us go down. I already knew yeah. that Toys R Us was next. I never yeah. had a good experience of Babies R Us. You know, you're a dad. Yeah. You ever you have a good experience of Babies R Us? I you ever actually, get in and out you smoothly? Know what's funny? I went into Babies R Us when my daughter was a baby. Mm-hmm. I went to Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. I did my first Black day, my Black Friday shopping. It was when that damn Tickle oh, Me Elmo yeah. came out, right? <laughs> there was like so many versions of it. I'm like, it was about to be one. Let me just get this damn Tickle Me Elmo. And I see everybody. I'm the type of person when it's a big line. I have a short fuse. I have no patience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Toys R Us, I'm like, likes I was line. like, let me just get, let's get this damn toy. And all of a sudden, everybody, where's this? Where's that? Where's that? So I got this yeah. Tickle Me Elmo. Didn't last long, eventually, because my daughter gets older. You know, kids get older. We all get older. It ain't going to last long. So all of a sudden, I go to Babies R Us. Dead. It was dead on a Black Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Did my now you asking me, Ross, if I went in, in and out smoothly? <laughs> I think that was the only day I went in and yeah. out smoothly because yeah. everybody was like, It's so dead here. And it was funny, some of the stuff that I bought on Toys R Us, they had it when babies are us. Yeah, like, that tickled same me, with the other way. Yeah. Was all of a sudden, yeah. like yeah. that tickled me elbow. I just bought it and I was in line for this. I could just <laughs> went across the street right there mm-hmm. and I could have just been like in and out even quicker. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's true. I, it's a sad thing. It is. It is. It is. It's super sad. I've been getting it's emotional so about it all week. I'm not even yeah. not even kidding. You know, it's like yeah. no, I, I saw your ugly mug on Facebook. All right, that's really what you get <laughs> oh in the podcast. Talk about that, right? Yeah. I was I, like this fool. I went there yesterday and, and I bought I a sign. The, yeah, I saw the oh, people God. inside. I saw the the store manager who I know you and I both know. Yeah, Ross. man, and the best manager I, ever. Yeah, and I I just went right up to the exit, knocked on the door, and. One of the workers comes over, and I, I used a BS line saying, hey, I talked to some guy about buying a sign, and they let <laughs> sign me Sign Guy Dudley. And, of course, I see Marie, the manager, right there, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you came to the last day that we're here, and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, and it was so sad, man. Yeah. And I think back, like, 
I was going to ask you what your most memorable Toys R Us purchase was. I don't know if you can answer that off the top yeah, of well, I, mean, I have I, so many. I definitely have a couple but... that stick out. But, I mean, you know, I already lived through the demise of Child World. You yeah, guys might be yeah. a little too young no, for that. No, I remember that, yeah. But, I mean, Toys R Us to me, it's... I remember... All right, when I first got out of school, I worked... When I got out of college, I worked at Sun Life Financial for yeah. four days. Yeah. Yeah. Four days. Four days. And I was late to work one day because they had to put my little brother on the bus and, and I had a big commute mm-hmm. and they, they let me go after four days like here's your money and I was man I was like what am I going to do I just got let go from this job I worked at for four days so I went to Toys R Us I bought a test it was a, it was a Jack's test and it was a Kurt Angle and I you know I, I live for G.I. Joe too so I yeah, bought a big yeah. Cobra helicopter and I was like alright hey, this, this you, you know go. mends the wound a little and yeah. and you know I've been in my job yeah. 14 years and, and you know I've done alright there and uh I don't need to get into details or anything like that, but if I ever had a bad day at work in Framingham, I could just go over to Toys R Us. Yeah. You know, maybe buy some yep. action figures. I knew when yeah. all the shipments were coming and all oh, that. Yeah. And it's like... Just, damn. You guys yeah. got me beat because you guys would die hard Toys R Us. I, mean, I can't say I, I was... You know, was I love Toys R Us. Thursdays. Thursdays you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think t- there so, were other days, so Saturdays sometimes, yeah. but... All of a sudden, yeah. I remember going to Toys R Us and my thing was... I was a diehard Sega fan. You know, I used to... I used to like... I remember one time my Sega got broken... And I was sad because I, was, I wanted my Sega back. Mm-hmm. I was in there. My mom was like, let's go. And I'm over there playing Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm over there like, <laughs> hooked on Sonic. And the mm-hmm. thing is, like, to this day, Sonic's still my favorite character. You know what I mean? Sonic's so it's like, pretty much, yes, it is. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, Toys R Us, I always had that little stand for Sega. Super Nintendo, yeah, and my butt was still glued onto Sega. Because <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to play Sonic. Yeah. And I was like... Then you look at Toys R Us, I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking about it. Because I grew up in Framium since um, 92, I think it was. Yeah, I was out here. And I remember, like, stores like Woolworths, Bradley's. Caldor. Caldor's. Caldor. And I Ames. Ames. And, and yeah. I remember, Dude, I bought a Mark Merrow shirt from Ames back in the day. <laughs> so I remember, yeah. I, Wild man. I remember, like, and then there was all MVP Sports. And I remember yeah. Montel Vontavious yeah. Porter Sports. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he owns it. <laughs> I'm coming. Sure. So I'm like, <laughs> That was a good theme song, too. So like song. I'm upset because Toys R Us, it was like, it was like you say a lot. They made the Game Stops, the Funko Lands, yeah. and all of a sudden Funko the Babbages, and all of a sudden you like people still think, "All right, let's go Game Stop, let's go here." But then sometimes they forgot about Toys R Us, and yeah. I go in there and I recently because Toys R Us didn't have like. They, GameStop, exactly. if you're buying video yeah. games, Toys R Us wasn't the place to go for a long you know, time. You know, it's funny because everybody... Expensive. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And, so all of a sudden you're like yeah. this. Well, I'm going to Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And you want Toys R Us to have price matching. Mm-hmm. It made my life yeah, easier. Yeah, man. Yeah. I went into yeah. Toys R Us a couple of years ago. I was working for a moving company. And um, I was saving up my money. Mm-hmm. You got for tips. The customers give you tips. Mm-hmm. So I had like $300 in tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, what am I going to do with $300? So I, I told my, Ava, I spoiled my daughter, Brian. When you guys have girls, mm-hmm. yeah. I got one. Okay, yeah, yeah she's spoiled, right? Yeah. Daddy's little girl. Well, she's six months, but well, and my, okay, my son wait, takes a lot, wait, a lot of wait, attention, but yeah, well, she's so wait till you get Once you get older, my daughter, she's yeah. spoiled, right? And she's like, I have oh, a feeling I'm going to have I'm like, girls I'm going to say, like, I want to play with Splatoon. But... I want to play Splatoon. I'm like, I'm going to play Splatoon, whatever. So yeah. all of a sudden, I was like, you guys price match? They're like, yeah, we do. Took out three hundred dollars in my in my pocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get that Nintendo Switch right there. Mm-hmm. My daughter's the face lit up, and it was the oh, last awesome. one. I oh, was the man, last one, cool. and I was I was like, this, you know what? You get the games for Christmas. Yeah, you get your games for Christmas. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. 
I remember, like, I was, like, searching for my daughter's games. And some of them, mm-hmm. like, you, because everybody goes, that's what thing. Everybody left Toys R Us on a dust. They were going to main stores like the Walmart, the Targets, mm-hmm. the Best Buys, the GameStops. And all of a sudden, Toys R Us was there. I'm, I, I was one of those people, I'm like, well, they don't have it there. I'll go to Toys R Us then. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I loved about Toys R Us. You know it's, what I mean? It's going to be real interesting to see what happens with toys. And obviously, yeah. I would think a lot of people that listen to this podcast are buying the the WWE elites and all that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, the bottom yeah. line is this. It's like Target and Walmart are the only game in town. Yeah. I don't know how many repacked figures you see. Oh, somebody, my gosh. Let's say somebody buys a no, Shane McMahon this... figure and swaps it out with like a yeah. basic... 1997 WCW figure that doesn't even... I, I feel like I've seen so many elites swapped out with, like, Titantron Live Undertakers that have scuffed paint marks Yeah, exactly. I've seen and, that figure, too, man. Yeah, and it's and just it's, like... And I know that I've sent you pictures yeah, I've, before. Yeah, like, but that's, so the, that's the thing. It's like, is it's it just, just going to be Target and Walmart, or are people going to go online with Amazon? Yeah, Big, Amazon, Big yeah. Bad Toy Store, stuff, uh, Ringside Collectibles, oh, yeah. stuff yeah. like so that. How's right it all going to change? To yeah. both you guys, since you, and you know I respect the action for being because I love what you guys... Especially I don't have to see what you guys do, but I love what you've been My doing. My stuff's in a storage unit right now. So. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. Joey's is too, but like, one yeah. thing I respect about people, like I did not know you took it as a hobby. Yeah. And one thing I loved about it, I did not know this, because I, when I was a kid, you look at an action figure, all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you're an action figure. And all of a sudden, like, CM Punk, they never had the Pepsi tattoo. This mm. is when I saw Joey's stuff. Like, oh, I, I love remember, customizing, when I went When I went to Joey's house for the first time, all of a sudden I'm like, Looking around, I see all this damn paint. Then I'm over here like, "What are you doing?" So, no, we just went. No, we just got. Okay, I remember when it was. We just went to Taco Bell, our favorite place. Oh right? yeah. You know, like we went that before. Tummy's rumbling. So, I go every so, Tuesday. No, I don't, I don't eat there no more. Thank God. But anyways, well, you I used want, to work there. Yeah, so you I used saw to work there. The but scenes, anyways, probably something. So I'm on this see. working out, staying fit diet. You know, what I mean, I try to cheat on the weekends. But anyways, cut you short, make it like this short. Is that we went to Toys R Us? Yeah. We ended up getting an action figure. Yeah. The other thing is, like, the first time we went to your house, I stopped, I stopped over your house. We were watching a, we were going to watch a pay per view or so, I forgot what we did. Sure. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, I look at like, your little domain. I see all this damn paint. Yeah. I see his one arm here, one leg over there. Oh, I'm I like see Sid face, from Toy Story. And I'm over here it's... like, what are you doing? He goes, he sits down. I swear to God, that's what he does. Takes this like Q-tip or something. He's like, "Well, they forgot a tattoo here, so I'm gonna put the tattoo here." And, so, <laughs> and I'm over here like, "You just destroyed the toy." He goes, "No, I did it. I made it better." And that's Hell one yeah. thing I loved about it because, like, people like collect. When I saw what Joey told me, like, showed me online where. People take the action figures, and if they misled a tattoo or a fingernail, yeah, you, can, you can't have a cobra tattoo on a Mattel figure. Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden, yeah. they actually do legit, and they mm-hmm. actually have contests and yeah. some. Yeah. So when I see Joey with all these damn action figures, I'm like, oh, now I know why. And I'm like, until this day, I'm like this, Ava. We should have bought toys. We should have <laughs> lent to Uncle Joey and bought toys. Well, I've like, given her some action figures. Yeah, you figures, did. I yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah. giving it. And, that, and something know. I loved about is that. You literally take it for granted. That's one thing I loved about you going to Toys R Us is like, you know, instead of like, one thing I respect is like, I stay out of trouble and stuff like that. People like us adults will actually have a hobby. And then Joey, you actually had used that as a hobby and you still do is that, mm-hmm. and Toys R Us was your go-to because I'm going to tell you right now, back to you guys thing about the wrestling figures. I go to Target all the time. Mm-hmm. I go in there, I think I sent you a picture one time and you're like, I already got it. 
and it, yeah. and it, yeah. and it pisses me yeah, off. It's like, that. it's like, <laughs> I already got it. And it's like, they have the same ones over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Their yeah. stock sucks. That's yeah. one thing I love about Toys R Us, that they're always up on stock with all this stuff. It's like, well, not you guys, these days. And, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, of course, not these days, but eventually, like, they actually had, like, one action figure, one moment, they actually had another one. You know what's sad is that I was there a couple weeks ago. You probably, but I was gonna buy it for you, but you probably had it. It was Mr. McMahon. <laughs> oh my! The whole wallet. I actually don't have that. Yeah. I sent you. You could have bought it for four dollars oh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man! If I would have known yeah. that, yeah, they, they actually had the whole wall of Mr. He was McMahon. a Toys R Us yeah. exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So see, yep. there you go. <laughs> there was a bunch of Toys R Us exclusive, and then what's gonna happen now? They'll, they'll show up at Five Below or they'll show up at TJ Maxx or something like that. I, so? I have a friend that works for the corporate of TJ, TJX, I guess yeah. it is. And she said, yeah, they were just going to buy everything at Toys R Us yeah. in the last couple of days. Yeah, and but you know what? That's I think, the way it works. I think but... a lot of people bought stuff in those final days of Toys R Us for 80% off, 90% off, whatever. And I think I they bought were... stuff for kids at work. That's like, nice. Like just yeah. random things like in... I, I went out and I like couldn't even hold the stuff because I didn't get a basket. I didn't know what I was gonna get, and it, I <laughs> no spent. Bags, I think in. I spent eight bucks Man. on like a ton of stuff yeah. that was like this eight random Mr. McMahon figures. Yeah, right. Oh, damn, imagine yeah. if you had like a so... whole truckload of Mr. McMahon figures. Now we're just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, I was like, I was looking at my daughter. I was like, Ava, get whatever you want. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, and yeah. I said, you know, I get. I love my dog so damn much. And it's like, you hear the price, and you're like, $45, $50, and you look at it, I'm like, I'm like whatever, here, take my card. <laughs> In a moment, I was, I, was, I was mad, but I'm thinking about it. I'm going to be broke, but whatever, I get it back. To see my dog smile is priceless. Yeah, so all of a sudden, it's like, Toys R Us is going out of business. Yeah. I'm like, Ava, let's go. So she's buying oh, yeah. all this different stuff, and I go to her mom's house, and she's like, is this slime? I hope it's not slime. No, it's times at my house. You guys went to daddy's house and do whatever you want. But she was buying all this stuff that I don't even know. She was, um, the thing is, she's a big um, collector of the um, uh, pet pals, something like that. The pet pals. Uh, it's almost like the, the light thing? No, no, it's pet pals. It's almost like my little pony type of thing. But it's like a little, like, a little like you know, a pet shop. Little as pet shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little as right. pet okay. shop. Yep. So she bought a, she, I bought a bunch of that stuff. And I'm over here like, wow. Like... They, and it, it, I remember a box that it, it said exclusively for Toys R Us. Yeah, they had a lot of good exclusives, yeah, you know, God, for, for over the years. Like, I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan, like I said. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have exclusive sets of five guys or something. Yeah. They yeah. just had that recent exclusive. The box um, sets that they had were oh, yeah. just awesome. Yeah, they had the WWE Network Spotlight figures, too. What? Like the, that's yeah. a, they had that, the, too? McMahon was, that, too. Yeah, but they had other, they had a cool, like, Finn Balor had, one. And yeah. they had um, a bunch of ones Hunter that were Hurst, hard to Helmsley, find. Big Boss Isaac Yankum. Yep, yeah, yeah. That's... An Isaac Yankum figure. When I saw that, I was like buying it. Yeah, that was a Comic Con exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. You got like a yeah. big but, collector. Yeah. You saw those. But yeah. Like I was saying, that basically all the peg warmers that you saw at Toys R Us that went down on sale. Like I can't, yeah. I can't think of too too many of them. But I'm seeing them all at Targets now. People yeah. bought them all at Toys R Us with like no money and returned it to other stores. So right, yeah, that's gonna there's yeah. gonna be a huge so, you know waves of that for a while. Yo, I'm yeah. gonna tell you something right now. Yeah, back. I'm looking right here on your Pokemon cards. I'm gonna tell you something right now. <laughs> I'm pissed off. You know why I'm pissed off? Because when I was collecting Pokemon cards when I was in, in ninth grade in high school, I had a binder full of Pokemon cards. And I remember across the street where I lived at, 
was called Video Paradise or All Star Video. I forgot where it was. Is that it in Trolley Square? No, in Framingham. It was in Framingham, right there, right okay. where there they, was a Video there Paradise in Natick. There was a Video Paradise in Natick, and one, and all of a sudden they might have had one in Framingham. They had one in Ashland. Yeah, it was like All Star. I forgot where it was. It was right across the street from the um, Pro Watch. It's in Framingham now. All of a sudden, I went in there buying schools of Pokemon cards. I had some money. I rode my bike, and I was like, you know what? Toys R Us must have Pokemon cards. Mm. I went to Toys R Us. They had limited. They had limited edition, like yeah. you know, yeah. it's exclusively to Toys R Us. Oh my god! But they also had yeah. limits on how much you, you could buy, buy at the time. Yeah. And then I all of a sudden, big signs. My brother shows me a video yeah. on Facebook of how much your Pokemon cards yeah. are. I'm crying. I'm pissed off at the same time because yeah. that binder with all the ones that collect from Toys mm-hmm. R Us and all these places, I was like, yo. Where's my binder? I have the original Charizard. I oh, have man, the original Charizard. Yeah. Where is yeah. it? And eventually, Toys R Us was actually a place where I used to just like go in there and buy Pokemon cards all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was a place that was a spot for me was Toys yeah. R Us Pokemon cards. You and that's I mean? why that's, that's why, why I'm so upset that. about Toys R Us closing. You know? And I talk to people about it, and I know you guys get it, and Ross, you definitely get it. Yeah. But like, people are like, it's a store. Like you can still buy your toys, but it's an institution. I have never, well, I, I don't know if I say never, but, like, there's never ever been a store that I've gone to and frequented my entire life, pretty much. Yeah. I have memories of going to that same Framingham Toys R Us when I was five. Man. And I just went there yesterday, 31 years old, and bought a vinyl sign yeah. Of the R, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, me it's too. like it's, it's just like I swear I could tear up. Well, what's like, your fondest memory? I I have so many. I was thinking back. I found a Professor X figure from the animated series was a it, long was, time was, ago. He's in the gold wheelchair. In the gold wheelchair. Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought a Wolverine because mine had just <laughs> that broke. was on point. <laughs> and and my mom told me I remember because I was going on and on about. The first Professor X. Those old Toy Biz X Men figures are yeah. so good. And I really yeah, wanted it. And she said, You can buy your new Wolverine because it just broke. And if you find Professor X, you can buy that too. And I was looking up and down the aisle, nothing. But then I found it stashed on like an end cap. Somebody was definitely hiding it. He was it. calling out to you yeah. mentally. Yeah. I, I got my Cerebro going <laughs> and I was. I was psyched on that, and then... Um, Thank God you took it instead of somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the other person so, didn't. think Juggernaut didn't get it. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, the other person then, was uh, mad. And then my other biggest memory, Bone Crunch and Sound Jacks figures, when they came out with their first, and this was probably a Toys R Us exclusive, their first championship box set. Oh, and yeah. It, came, it was like the uh, rubber titles that had like yeah. the embossed championship plates on it. That uh, it had like the European title and the Intercontinental title and the WWF title, and I finally got that box set. Like two of my friends had it before me, and I was so jealous that they had the championship belts for their figures and everything. So that was probably one of my fondest memories. Yeah. They really say. did have a lot of cool wrestling exclusives yeah. over the year. I was just thinking oh, about some did. of the Jax ones. I remember yeah. they had one with it was uh, it must have been based around 99 2000 mm-hmm. you triple h with that denim and leather jacket yeah you have yeah. that right yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. do I have think that. there was that an angle in there a biker sick. undertaker and it was just like i think yeah. i paid like 80 bucks for that back in yeah. the day yeah and it's it was just it's still cool yeah, yeah. i don't even have a lot yeah. of my old jacks you know anymore just but, put in a sad yeah. note 
I used to get jealous as a kid going to these kids' birthday parties and they had the Toys R Us bags. And all of a sudden, when they open up that bag, I'm like, damn, that could have been my Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get mad. I was like, damn, he got the white sword? Oh, man. I'd be like, look at my brother. I'm like, you sound like gold, I was like, little. damn, I want that. A little bit. I'm like, yeah. I want that. I want that. I want that, you Rangers. <laughs> Yeah. Goldar! Goldar was a great heel. Uh, he should have been pushed to uh, Power Rangers main event status. I oh, think so, yeah. I should have. I love yeah. them. Anyway, and that was another thing, too. Like, I used to like yeah. want the toys. Oh, yeah. I wanted the Power Ranger toys. So bad. I wanted them. I couldn't I remember them. there was a... Uh, we're still getting way off track here. There was a uh, ad, and I think it was for either Caldor or Ames, a store that didn't specialize in toys, but they had a they few had a every few now and then. And they had an ad for... Uh, Power Rangers figures, like in the weekly ads, and I remember looking at it. Nobody had Power Rangers figures yet, and I was like, "Mom, Dad, we gotta go." And they're like, "All right, it's dated this Saturday. Let's try to go." We showed up. We pulled in the parking lot. The place was mobbed. Man, are you Turned serious? out it was just a national ad, and the store didn't have any. But it's like the, Turbo Man. It, yeah, it was like <laughs> Turbo Man. Man. Exactly. Damn. I need the toy. Yeah, Turbo Man. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. What was that movie? Called? Jing- was it Jingle All the Way? Jingle yeah. All the Way. Yeah. My the only movie I watch every Christmas. <laughs> I love it. I'm I sorry, but every movie I watch before Christmas is <laughs> Friday after next. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen that. No. I've seen Friday and next Friday. But, but uh, all right, we are we, way off topic here. Anyways, so we should we wrap way, it up. We'll rest in peace, up. Toys R Us. Rest in peace, Jeffrey. Peace. You know, oh. maybe maybe we're gonna see. We talked about the ECW reboot a while ago. Maybe we are gonna see the Toys R Us you know reboot. What? Maybe I'm gonna tell you something right now. Maybe Toys Toys R Us. Jay Z ruled for uh, sales I'll, clearances. I'm about Jay Z yeah. look like oh, yeah. Dola Camel, but I'll take Jeffrey the Giraffe any day before Jay Z looking at nice. <laughs> Yeah, Dola Camel. Well, we, yeah. We're gonna miss you, Toys R Us. Yes, and, we and Thank will. you, Framingham Toys R Us, for all the wonderful years. Oh, of yeah. great service and with a tear in my eye. I really hope. I really hope they do something good in that building. Yeah, yeah. Because right now it's just all Marshalls, TJ. It's all the same company, and then Best Buy. It really is. Yeah, I'll still go to Best Buy for Blu-rays and stuff. But Best Buy's going. It's going to see his door out soon. You know, it will, and that's a shame because I love those Steelbook Blu-rays. But oh yeah, sometimes they have them for wrestling. I got that cool uh, Razor Ramon. Yeah, there have been a couple, huh? Oh, there have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so uh, we're off next week. We all vacation. But we're coming back the week after um, Monday Night Wars. We're gonna talk yes. about that. I gotta um, talk about that. And then uh, Miggy's got something, something kind of special to share with you guys. We're hoping um, to get the Slam Cast involved in this as well. Pretty much, I got. Um, you know, I want to shout out to my other podcast, Anything and Everything, where you can catch us every Sunday, where we talk about everything throughout the week with a comedy twist. And um, I want to shout out my. My homegirl Toya for actually debuting this past Sunday because me and my friend um, Sunny Spoons we needed another um, host and she won the draft pick and eventually she actually had to put two guys in line and not better person to do it than her. But anyways, this is something that I want to discuss real quick on the podcast is that we have this Unity and Pride Day. And um, pretty much, we're taking. Uh, we actually have a GoFundMe page for it, and we're also taking um, donations for it as well, for like refreshments or anything like that's gonna be fun. Um, right now, we're we'll put up some info on the uh, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter right there t- as well. And also, I'm um, pretty much I'm trying to get 
the Anything Everything podcast there, but also want to try to include the wrestling podcast because this right here is an event for I the kids. So pretty much it's this good. is an event for the kids. But when I say is that the kids is our basketball tournament, but at the same time too is that there's other kids there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, they're not gonna be playing basketball. They're gonna be face painting. They're gonna be doing other things. Mm-hmm. And um, what other way to do and you know pretty much show and do is the podcast. You know what I mean? And what other way is that besides doing anything, everything with the podcast with the kids? But there's a lot of kids that love wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it'll be kind of a cool twist to discuss, like, what happened during the week with the kids, how was mm-hmm. their week, or whatever it is. And at the same time, too. And uh, who, this who is later in August, too. So it'll so, be SummerSlam coming up so we can talk exactly, to Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So about that. That'll be cool. Any so. help and need, well, I'm helping out myself. You know what I mean? Last year I DJ'd, but this year I'm trying to focus on trying to get the podcasting going on this, yep. you know, event and have the kids involved because you know what, anything for the kids. You know, I have a daughter. You know, we all have kids, and anything to help out to actually make this year a great year for the kids to have fun. The best thing to see is the kids have a smile on their face. So yeah. last year they brought in food or people grilling and stuff like that as well. If I'm mistaken, but I could probably be wrong. But this year I'm trying. We're trying to do an epic moment. Yeah, so, yeah, I like it. I like it. So, so, May, so yeah. pretty much it's Sunday, Sunday, August, August. 19th yeah. at um, 2018. That's this year. Um, pretty much gates are open at 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And pretty much, let's have a good day that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is uh, Denison Park in Framingham. If you're local and want to come check that out. We'll be plugging it as it gets closer. Yes, we are. And hopefully the Slamcast will be there. Um, but we'll figure out those details. But exactly. anyways, time to wrap it up. Ross, it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for this having me on the whole effing show. The whole effing show, baby. You know what's and, funny? And we'll have to do it again. We'll find oh, some Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm down anytime. Sure. I'm going to oh, tell yeah. you something right now. I'm glad that I met you, Ross. Glad to meet of, you too, buddy. Because there's other things like NCW. Now, now I want to rush home. And I want to put on the network. I think and I'm going to watch some stuff <laughs> Because I'm too, over here like... Actually. That really happened? Yeah. Yeah, you know, right. I, I was at a convention. I actually bought that. I think it's called Barbed Wire City. It's an ECW documentary. I bought it off yes, the Blue Yes, I saw it on YouTube. I haven't watched you it You bought yet. it off the Blue Yeah, Meeting. I was the that's first really person cool. to buy the DVD, supposedly. That's really cool. But, oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, I actually no, saw I, that on I, YouTube, I that actually. Good? I liked it. It was yeah. actually pretty good. I'll check it out. It was good. It was really good. You should check well, it we out. got you already now. You yeah, man. You got to go home You know what else I want to give a view in is Beyond the Mat. That's got some real good ECW. Yeah, on the match. Match. That's a great movie. Like you that. need to watch it. Watch that one. and watch old yeah. ECW on the network. Yeah. Well, we're nice. kind of here. And oh, yeah, before we leave, we're not going to be here next week. Next you know week. what I mean? Fourth of July weekend. I hope you guys have yeah. a safe weekend. Be safe. You know what Don't mean? light any fireworks Works. out of your mouths or anything like don't that. Don't have ECW match with fireworks, no. please. Do that to the professionals. Act like the Patriot instead. He's a god. You know what I mean? Well, God bless. Good night. And take it easy. All right, peace out, everybody. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is JP and Miggy at Suplex Slamcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Suplex Slamcast and on Twitter at S Slamcast. And that's all I got to say about that. Oh, man.